And we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Welcome Bad to Where Heartbreak Feels Good for another uh, one of our monthly installments of going over what we watched this month. So for this episode, it'll be over the month of July 2022. And joining me right now, we have my host, Evan. Yeah, I'm excited. I love these uh, reflections that we watched in the month prior. Um, July was a stacked month. There was a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, a lot of great TV shows. TV has just been killing it this year. Um, and a lot of great movies, too. New Jordan Peele, new Marvel. A lot of fun to talk about. Yeah, two new Marvel projects. Oh, wow, crazy. you're right. Uh, yeah. Because Miss Marvel interspliced between June and July. So we didn't really get a chance mm-hmm. to talk about it much on our June update. I think in June we were just like, this show is pretty great, pretty great. And then mm-hmm. now it wrapped up in July so we can yeah. talk about it all. You're right. That's exciting. That's exciting. Then we'll have our... Uh, he's not here at the moment right now, but he will be soon. But our other co-host, Edgar, will be joining us soon. So, Yes. But uh, we thought we might as well get into it. And um, what do you want yeah. to start with? What was the first Man. movie you watched this month? Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm or your first thing you watched that you can remember? Um, first thing I watched that I remember... I guess, I mean, like, Miss Marvel was going on during that same time. Yeah. Um, do you want to start... Wait, talk about that first? Yeah, so about that. Um, let's start with the TV while I pull up my letterbox so I can remember what I watched exactly in July. But, um, oh yeah, The Great Man did come out this month, didn't it? Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll talk about it. it. <laughs> oh, I watched it too. Great. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel was a breath of fucking fresh air. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I love this show so much. We did our ranking of the top 10 Marvel projects. Um, if you have not watched, if anybody out there has not watched it, please do. Because, um, what do you think Miss Marvel would have made your list? One, for my list, 100%. I mean, because for my list, like we had what Guardians 2 in there, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange 2. Like, I would have had uh, Winter Soldier, Iron Man. Like, I would have had Miss Marvel over a lot of those things. Like, I think yeah. this is my favorite Marvel TV show next to Loki. Um, I think I gave really? it like 4.5 or 5 out of 5. Um, I think. In terms of like characters, like this has like the best. I don't see the best, but but it had like next to Loki because Loki had a great addition of great side characters in Loki. Whether you're talking about Kukumbathura, uh, Sylvie, um, Owen Wilson, um, yeah. like this one, the whole family dynamic felt very relatable, real, written just very very well and believable. Um, none of it was felt very out of character in terms of like what a normal family would act and how they would support their daughter or their sister or their best friends. Um, the French are great. Like I loved uh, Bruno. Bruno was great. One of the most relatable characters in any Marvel show. This his uh, relationship with Kamala was adorable. Um, I loved Kamran. I loved um, just Kamala in general. Iman Vellani was a star so much so that I'm like, I want to see her in everything, which is the case for a lot of the Marvel TV shows, right? Like, uh, as soon as I saw Kate Bishop, I was like, okay, I want to see her in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I saw Yelena, I'm like, I want to see her in everything. And or Hawkeye, Sylvie, Sylvie I go, give yeah. me Sylvie in every Marvel project. I don't care if she's in Shang-Chi too. Like, give me everything. <laughs> um, I love, but yeah, I love Kamala so much. And that's why the Marvels for phase five is probably like my most anticipated Marvel movie next to Blade. Mm-hmm. Like, give me yeah. the Marvels. Give me the Marvels. I'm ready to see her interact with Brie Larson, who I love and adore. And um, I'm blinking. Uh, Monica Rambeau. Um, um, Tiona Paris. Yeah, she's great. Um, so I, I love her so much too. So I love all these people. Um, but yeah, the show in general, 
very strong first episode had the Edgar Wright feel from it. I keep forgetting the yeah, name of the directors. The first two episodes were like what it sold me. Then exactly they they sell it was you so stylish. It's so stylish. Um, just the way they text, the way the direction moves around the characters. It felt very just unique and cool and modern. I really liked the it. scene in uh, episode two where she comes home and like is falling in love and yeah, shot is so like fresh and interesting. Yeah, like it's that phrase where you like you come home and it's all rosy and uh, beautiful. That's exactly how she comes home. Yeah, like, has, like you like, said, uh, it felt so much like Edgar Wright. Like exactly. Yeah, um, and has that purple hue to it. It was just very colorful, vibrant. I had a blast with it. I think um, vibrance like what really made this show fresh would be compared to like other yeah like Moon Knight or um like Hawkeye Falcon Winter Soldier Hawkeye Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier yeah which were those are good solid shows but this one felt unique it felt yeah. like not just a run of the mill because show. you have like this stylish editing and cinematography and um this camera work and but yeah. you compare that with the family dynamic and getting that cultural like importance. Exactly. Um, and it was cool seeing just the origin of her powers, too. Like, her powers are very different from the comics, and everybody in the trailers are like, oh, I don't like how this colorful Green Lantern shit's going to work. But it works perfectly in the show. Like, I like the crystal dynamic and the crystal, the look of it, and how it was um, utilized in the show was very cool. Um, I re- it really grew on me instantly. Like, in the first episode, I'm like, okay, I like how these powers are showcased in the show. Um, it felt very cool. And I like to see a Kamala who didn't necessarily have to go on her whole, because you know me, I hate training arcs. She didn't really train, but her exercising her powers with Bruno on top of the roof, for example, was a very fun scene. Um, and even as early on as like episode two or three, we learned that the powers are unique to her. Um, in the sense that like uh, the powers isn't just coming from a bangle, it's coming from your DNA as well. Um, and that was very interesting because we're like, okay, something special about her. And they found out in the finale that she's a mutant, which is crazy. Um, and they play the X-Men 98 theme song or 97. That was a really cool reveal. Love that reveal. I did not see it coming at all. Like they play the I was like, whoa, okay, they're doing it, they're doing it. Um, which is because we've been waiting and waiting to see when they would start to um trickle in mutants and all those properties from Fox that they obviously acquired recently. So, I thought I think it was a really interesting way to start including them. And instead of these new characters coming in, it's characters that we already know or we're gonna learn soon, which shows that we're already in development. I agree, yeah. And we all thought, like, oh, WandaVision, she's gonna do this whole thing and it's gonna be like the origin of the mutants. That's exactly what happened. Um, they had, she had her own little arc there, but I like you're right. I like how they're showcasing it like through the characters that we know and love. I think that'll be the case for a lot of things, like as we see with Namor and Black Panther. They might use the yeah, word Namor, I think they might use him one. as a mutant as well. Um, other products that we haven't faced out as well, but um, yeah, they, she's a mutant now, which is interesting. Very curious to see how that's going to go moving forward. But I also love the Do you think she'll be oh. on the first Etzman team. Nah, yeah. she could be, but I doubt it. I, mean, I, I just have a feeling Foggy wants to go classic with this new take. Like, whenever he yeah. introduces a new group, he loves going for the classic takes. Like, Spider Man, just like, let me bring up little webs in between his armpits, kind of thing. Yeah, um, or like the Avengers is very like classic. The Avengers, very classic with Loki as the first villain, which is very classic as well. Yeah. And um, Guardians. Guardians, exactly. Guardians was a yeah. bit mixed. I think Guardians was classic to the 2014, or not 2014, the mid 2000s run of Guardians. Oh, really? the, old, the old classic Guardians was a very different team. Um, 
but yeah, uh, so yeah, it's very exciting. Um, even the penultimate episode, I was going to say, uh, was which one was the one with the going into the past? That was, was episode that, five, I think. Was that the penultimate? Yeah, that, I love yeah. that one where we saw um, uh, the grandmother and I forget his name, um, Haman, um, I forget, the husband, the great grandfather. Mm, yeah. Uh, that episode was just very sweet, very touching, very heartwarming. Really pulled the heartstrings, and it was a, it was spoiler alert for of course Miss Marvel, obviously. But yeah, it was like Kamala that changed the past. She pulled like a prisoner of Azkaban, uh, <laughs> on it, which is really cool. And just like seeing exploring the show, I like this in Moon Knight when we went to Japan or Egypt. Um, I like in Miss um, Marvel we went to Pakistan and we saw the Pakistani yeah. culture there. Her having just. Some certain scenes, she's just chilling with her family, chilling with her cousin. See, I, f- I feel kind of mixed on those two ep- those episodes. Oh, because really? As like, I think that was really important for them to show that culture and for them to like have Kamala face um, this storyline. Mm-hmm. I think it took away of what made the first two episodes stylish of her being in high okay. school, having that aesthetic. Yeah. For me. Yeah. That's yeah. Where I, I think th- like episode six brings that back a lot more, which is why I love the finale. Yeah, finale is great. Yeah, I think so because like they changed directors halfway through. Like first episode, yeah. like, two directors, and then three and four. I think the same directors from um, Bad Boys Forever, right? Or yep, Boys exactly. Forever. Bad Boys yeah. Forever, Batgirl, which makes me even more excited for Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that comes out, because Batgirl, you know, uh, Leslie um, is going to be Leslie a fantastic. Grace, I think Leslie Grace, it? yes. She's gonna be a fantastic, fantastic yeah. bad girl, and we have freaking Brendan Fraser as. Is that uh, theatrical now? Now or is that still streaming? Nah, it's still yeah. streaming apparently, as far as we know. What um, was the one that switched this? Yeah, theatrical it was a Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I want to say, um, maybe the static shock that's in development is also gonna be theatrical. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, that change with the new with the new uh, WB slash Discovery leadership, they could make that girl theatrical. But then that's so weird because it's like they have to wait till after the Flash comes out. What's going to happen with that movie? They're already changing. <laughs> it's a things. mess right now, right? They're, they're already changing things with Aquaman to make sense of it all. So maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, in general, I just loved Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. For me, I, I did. I did like the flashback episode. I did like the um, episode five where she goes to Pakistan. Just crazy chase sequences and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just a blast. I had a great time. It's one of my favorite shows of the year in general. And there's a lot of TV shows. That's Tons. crazy because like, there's Tons. so much this year. Over like 50 I have by the end of the summer. I like Miss Marvel, but I doubt it seeing like it in my top 10 at the end of the year because yeah. there's so much TV. There's so much. Like, I mean, I love the boys too. I'm like, the boys can be in my top 10. Like, the, we can talk yeah. about that in July. Like, the boys is great too, but. Did that rap in July? Did it? Or did it, was it June? I think it was June. I thought it was July. Maybe it is June. Um, but yeah, I, mean, the, I love the boys too. A lot of these superhero shows, even Kenobi, maybe I'm just like, I love the boys, I love Kenobi, but are they gonna be? I said, was July 8th? Was July 8th? Uh, wrapped it, yeah. Um, so we talked like, about love, that for a little bit, but that finale, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love all these shows. I'm like, what's gonna because House of the Dragon is gonna be fantastic. Andor looks they just had We're a trailer today, Andor that first trailer or that second trailer is so good. Like, as of this airing, like, yeah, Andor dropped today. Um, and it was a phenomenal trailer. It looks like it'd be the best hour show of the year. So that cinematography, the <sighs> real sets, practical <laughs> effects. <laughs> JJ, um, when they're in the sky and he's just like far, going through oh. the debris or whatever, it looks insane. I have no idea what's we happening. We have Nicholas Patel doing the music. It's <laughs> gonna be a fucking masterpiece. Man, 
And it's delayed a month. I'm like, what's going to happen to all these Star Wars shows this year? I wonder. That's interesting because it's a three episode premiere now, right? I wonder why they three did that. Three episode the... premiere on the same day as the last three what, hours. She Hulk um, breathed a bit more by itself, maybe? Yeah, She Hulk would have been. So She Hulk was nine episodes. So yeah, She Hulk's going to have about like five episodes by itself, four or five episodes yeah. by itself. It's but, nine um, episodes? I thought so. 30 minutes, nine mm-hmm. episodes. I assume it made sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but then like Andor else? and Bad Batch are like running alongside each other. Like, I know, I'm like Bad Batch. I was going through the whole Twitter hashtag of a Bad Batch. Like, what do people think? And everybody's Maybe, complaining. Like, it's not as way. bad because it's live action animation. Probably, but I just I don't want Bad Batch to be swamped. Like, I yeah. like having Bad Batch to itself, where every Wednesday people have a discussion about Bad Batch. <laughs> every Wednesday Lynn. people are going to talk about Miss Marvel. I mean, yeah. uh, Andor. So. Especially when like when one of the Bad Badge episodes drops, there'll be a three hour and or premiere. <laughs> the same Yeah. Time. Or that's why they should go back to no, like no, Wednesday it, and Friday. And and or the three hour and or stuff is a week before Bad Badge. Oh, is it? It's the twenty eighth for Bad okay. Badge. Which is a yeah, a week later. So I'm just like but even then, like then that Wednesday, the the fourth episode of Andor will come out and people will be talking about Andor and yeah. then it's like, Oh yeah, Bad Batch was fun too. I'm just like, No, I want Bad Batch, have it. Just like us, what happened to Miss Marvel? Go back to like, go about the different release dates, like Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays. I don't like, get why, it. I don't know why they don't do that? Disney, you don't have to drop everything on Wednesdays. Like, yeah. drop Bad Batch on Friday, and people will be perfectly fine. We won't care. That makes no sense to me. That's have also like, Wednesday, Bad Batch Friday. Boom. That's the reason why Miss Marvel got overshadowed a bit because of Shinobi. Area Which is crazy. Like, yeah. the first two episodes of Miss Marvel are masterpiece, and then. Uh yeah, it didn't get talked about as much because Kenobi was coming out fighting Vader. So it's like, how do you fight that? Yeah. Um so yeah. have let Marvel have their own day, let Star Wars have their own day, then let the movies have their own day. I think that's how they should that's do it. That's what I wish. That's what I hope for. That's what you're gonna have to do starting in 2020, late this year and early next all throughout right, all of next year is to be like everything's like run alongside each other. All of so next they year. have to figure out something. Yeah, all of next year and the rest of the multiverse saga for Marvel. It's like, because I doubt they want yeah. Secret Invasion and Mando season three on the same day. Secret Invasion and Mando, <laughs> two like big event series. It was like Loki and Loki and Loki and uh, Ahsoka might interact with each other. Yeah, and those um, are like two of their biggest probably. Skeleton crew and whatever Star, whatever Marvel has coming out. Like, there's going to be inevitable crossovers again. Mm-hmm. Not just what happened with Marvel and Kenobi. So I don't want that. Just do Fridays, Wednesday and Fridays. It's work fine by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Fridays this year can be dominated by Lord of the Rings. Once that comes yeah. out, those are Friday. Amazon loves their Friday releases. Or just do like Mondays. Mondays works too. Mondays mm-hmm. isn't a classical point for TV shows though. Mon- TV but shows are they can make it. They can make it to that right. Like it's Marvel, streaming, it doesn't really matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, HBO has their Sundays. Amazon has their Fridays. Disney has their Wednesdays. But HBO's like, like the only one where it makes sense to be Sunday because it's still a cable channel. It's still a cable channel, exactly. Like um, their big event series are aren't not like Matt's exclusives. They're still on HBO. Yep. Yeah. And I can't wait for House of the Dragon. That's going to be very exciting as well. We talked yeah. about that trailer in our last episode. The what we watch in August is going to be a fucking crazy one. <laughs> oh my god! In September too. Yeah, exactly. And after that, we'll start doing festival movies and like <laughs> the fall award season. Oh yeah! Since our last update uh, episode, they unleashed unleashed. They talked about the uh, Tribeca stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I wish you I could go to Tribeca. Venice and Tiff. Venice, Venice and Tiff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Venice yeah. and Tiff. 
because t- a TIFF had like a that TIFF lineup is crazy this year. I want to go to TIFF so badly. I I want to go to these film festivals. And never gonna have TIFF is public too, so like you, I I could yeah. go. Yeah, I want to try and go one year. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like constantly working. Like you have to have like a job, a film job, to be able to have the time to go there for an entire yeah. week. So I can call off work for a week to go watch movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what else did we watch in July? Um, What's the first thing? Is was Miss Marvel your, your first? Uh, for July, yeah. Um, oh, Thor, um, Thor was my first tenant that we haven't talked about yet because I had a few uh, in the beginning of July, but I recovered those and the did July I not episode. rank Thor? The Thor. There it is, Thor, July seventh. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk about Thor. We can talk about, about Thor. Thor yeah. I don't know if I ever talked about Thor with you. I talked about it with Carson and Nathan. Yeah, because um, I think we recorded the June one like the day before Thor. I think. Yeah, Thor was fun. I, I I had a blast. My brother and I we really liked Thor. Um, uh, I saw it by myself, and then I saw my brother when he got back from a vacation. I, I think it's a very fun movie with a lot of great heart to it. It doesn't look the best, but in general, I like what the movie was talking about, and I like what where Taika took the character of Thor. I like whatever Taika gets a horde of the character. I mean, Taika in general like revitalized the character for me because I hated him and I didn't hate him. But I, I was hey, 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 What's up, Edgar? Yeah, he's here. In the building. Can you hear me? We sure can. We sure yeah. can. Loud and clear. We're we just, just started uh, talking about Thor. Thor, loving Thor. Oh, Thor. Um, and I was saying. Um, oh, do you have any last thoughts about Miss yeah. Marvel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the the series. I thought the like the middle episodes was the. <clears throat> first ones and the last ones but i think yeah, overall, what I was saying too. it's probably one of their best series up there with um i think it's my number three after loki and wandavision oh you have an over uh, wandavision over miss marvel yeah. okay. opinions are wrong but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah wandavision would be three for me as well i think mm-hmm. we go loki miss marvel or I, it depends on the day Miss Marvel or Loki, and then WandaVision somewhere after that. Um, yeah, but I think these are the best Disney Plus shows in general, Loki and Miss Marvel, in my opinion. Um, I love mm-hmm. I love Miss Marvel in general. Um, Mando season one was great, too. Um, but yeah. What about season two? <laughs> they had a season two? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> season two is like a mixed, a mixed bag for me. It's like, yeah, I like the first three episodes of season two. Even then, the second episode was like okay, but um, I, I like episode so, one. Like, I like Mando a lot, but I'm, I don't really care to defend it. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Mando is one of those shows where like I'm watching it, I'm like I like this. it's a fun show, but then once it ends, I'm just like, what's next? It's like I, yeah. I don't really take the time to dive into the complexities of Mando. Unlike hopefully Andor. Yeah. Mando season three. Hey, that trailer. Andor was wasn't it great. Andor, come on, that was great. No, I'm saying it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Um, I can't wait for that show. September 21st. A whole month yeah. delay. Damn. Um, it was supposed to be August 31st, right? Yeah, so I guess it's a three-week yeah. delay. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Thor. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth was great as the character. I really liked Chris Christian Bale as Gore. I think he... 
uh, despite the haters, I actually liked Christian Bale's performance as uh, he never delivers a bad performance. Really, he has. Um, he had. A, you did tell he had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> right? Yeah, he had a lot. There's a, a couple of sequences. Spoilers for Thor: Love and Thunder, obviously. But um, uh, when he's talking to the kids, like the kids are worried about like is Thor gonna rescue us or whatever. And then uh, Gore appears behind them, just playing with some. Oh, it's so guy. good! It's such <laughs> a great visual. scene. Yeah, yeah. He's just so f. Oh, and then the mm. best sequence in the movie, probably honestly, in a lot of Marvel Phase Four right now, I love the moon sequence or the uh, the shadow um, realm. The shadow, the shadow realm, realm sequence. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. incredible sequence. I loved like the tension is building. Um, Gore is so menacing there, and the way they shot it with the creatures in black and white. I was telling Nathan this reminded me of like Jason and the Argonauts, if you guys have seen that movie. But it's like the creatures moving at like a less frame rate than the other main characters. Um, and it feels very like visceral and scary and creepy and just like old timey in a sense. Um, so I really love the Shadow Realm sequence. And I like the ending of the movie too, between him, Jane, Thor, Jane, and uh, Gore. I thought it was a very sentimental sequence. Yeah. Um, in the reflection of the water and seeing eternity there. It felt grand, but it felt like unique and small at the same time. Um, I, had a, I, I liked Thor a lot. It's like a middle of the, middle of the road Marvel movie, a little bit above middle for me. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm a little less hot on it than you. Yeah. So it's I, funny I because had a fun time with it. it it's it's right. funny because within our group of friends, I feel like the people that didn't really like Multiverse of Madness ended up liking this, and the and the people that like yeah, honestly, I'm the same way. Didn't really like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me, like I, I give Thor and Multiverse of Madness the same score. I give like a three point five to both of them. Like I'm not. It gonna sounds re-watch. like you like it more than Multiverse of Madness, though. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just more. not gonna rewatch Multiverse of Madness anytime soon. I'm like, I think it's a fine Marvel movie. I don't like what they did with Wanda. Really, I don't really the theme of the movie is very solid but just like strange the only one that gets some oomph in that movie um that's yeah. that's it's, how it's i think cute. about this movie with jane yeah oh interesting okay yeah yeah i i, I it was a, it was a fun time watching it but i haven't thought of, about it again since the mm-hmm. first time yeah it, for me a memorable one for me this movie made me appreciate Ragnarok more and I don't even really like that movie. Maybe maybe appreciate wow, you don't like Ragnarok. Madness more. It's fine. I don't I don't hate it, hate it, but Wow. It's Ragnarok was in my top ten that I listed. Was it? Or top twelve. I like, I like Ragnarok a lot, a lot more than this one. I think the themes yeah. were a lot better handled and I agree. It's, it's a lot it shot better. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I think this movie probably has the stronger themes out of any Thor movie, but I just I don't really. I don't really. They think weren't executed much that. with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's too messy. Yeah. I think if they executed a bit tighter, this could be a top tier Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, I think the third act is good, and um, mm-hmm. everything they do with Jane is great. But I wish they committed more to it. I agree. Yeah. I was kind of nervous for them to do the cancer storyline. So I'm like, it, it's it's a lot of like depth to handle a cancer storyline, especially in an MCU movie yeah um, and it's to juggle that with the constant like non-stop quips and jokes is like clips and it, jokes which I, which I don't mind it comes off really messy yeah i don't yeah. mind the clips and jokes i loved it in taika's i like it in um ragnarok but um i don't think it worked as much here some of the jokes didn't i love the goats are hilarious for me uh, every um, time the jo- goats like yelled i was laughing great they, they uh, slammed you the, they slammed the shadow <laughs> i died i died every time um yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was just great. 
Um, but yeah, I'm the same way. But uh, for me, yeah, it's kind of like I know you guys love Guardians Volume Two. I don't really love Guardians Volume yeah. Two. Um, but for me, it's like a little bit of a step down, but still has a lot of heart to it, um, which I appreciate in a lot of Marvel movies. Um, but after that Black Panther trailer, I'm like, this could be our saving grace in terms of movies for the year. Uh, yeah. I, I love. Yeah. Um, this could be top tier. Ryan Coogler don't could, like unite more people, whereas like, yeah. the last yeah. last what three four have been really divisive. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Before this was Eternals, Eternals right? Thor, Thor, Doctor Strange. Yeah, those are all like what was what's the Rotten Tomatoes of Eternals by now? It's like is it thirty percent still? Thirty something, forty something. That's crazy. Really? I'm like, guys, come yeah. on, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. To me. I'm like, the, the hot takes on Eternals is wild. Eternals like, is yeah. fucking great. I it love was Eternals. solid, and I liked it even oh, more as, as I talked. Forty seven right now. Wow. That's crazy to me. I'm I'm, like, I'll on. say this about about Eternals. Out of four hundred reviews. A lot of these Marvel movies wish they were half as good as Eternals. Yeah, and I like, agree. Which, they wish they looked half as good. As yeah, I don't yeah. love Eternals. It's not like one I'm going to revisit a lot, but I liked what a movie had to say. It's like, like people say and... Phase Four is too quippy and like just too reliant on humor. Then Eternals is not that at all. The like, complete some opposite. Quips, but yeah. the opposite. It's very like story focused and character focused. I agree. It's interesting because a lot of reviewers I saw were like. Chloe Zhao was veering away from like what we love about Marvel movies. That's the point. That is and not what we want. <laughs> they said the same thing about Sam Raimi. Where like Sam Raimi took this, made this a Sam Raimi movie instead of an MCU movie. I'm like, that's what I want from. Phase what are you guys talking about? Different. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I love. Yeah. Shang Chi is so unique. Dustin did something very incredible with Shang Chi, and then I love what Chloe Zhao did with Eternals. I love what Sam Raimi did for multiverse of madness like despite me not loving the movie i love the sam raimi like horror yeah. vibes of it the vibe is immaculate um and even thor i like taika doing thor movies i, I, I like his thor movies and uh, it's just like i like when directors get to make their stamp on their marvel movies despite how divisive it is i like it when directors have their unique stamp to it and phase yeah, four as has much had, as as yeah. much as i don't love love and thunder i would take it any day over Thor one and two because it has a style. I'm the same <laughs> it has way. A style. You know, I hate to go back to the early July hot takes of Thor all the every day, but it's just like uh, people are like, I'm starting to miss. I'm starting to. I'm miss someone Thor who doesn't Dark hate Dark World. Fuck up. I, and I, I and I don't hate Dark World. I think it's like decent. Like, to like, yeah. it's not as bad as people say it is. But it's yeah, not I, better than what Tide is doing with the character. I haven't rewatched Thor: The Dark World in a minute, but you're right. Like. It's not a There's bad There's some redeemable movie. elements from it. I've seen bad movies. There's no MCU movie where I'm like, this is just bad. Yeah. Dark World is just like, it's very It's not X-Men 3 bad. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, it's not, yeah. not X-Men 3 bad. It's not um like a possible... Suicide Squad bad. Suicide Squad. You're right, yeah. It's just like, it's something I'll never watch. Like, I'll watch it when I'm doing a binge or whatever. But anyways, it's just like, the visuals there are cool. But I would rather see Thor Love of Thunder 20,000 times yeah. watch Thor the Dark World. Like the visuals, I understand, but movies aren't just visuals to me. Like, tell me the theme of Thor the Dark World. What's it about? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's like it's just that it looks good. Asgard looks good. It does. It looks great. It looks better than Thor Love and Thunder. Sure. I don't give a shit. I can watch Thor riding a bicycle in an alley more than I can watch Thor the Dark World. It's like I don't care what it looks like. It kills yeah. me. It's the same thing with Ragnarok, where it's like, oh, the visuals on that scene with Hela and Odin look awful. So what? It's like a five-minute sequence. I'm like, I don't care. I understand also, Marvel VFX. Yeah, come on. Scene. What? 
It's Kate Blanchett, Blanchett. So come right, cheesing it up, and I loved it. It's great. Um, but yeah, we can move on. That's like early July talk. Um, <laughs> what's next? What's next? What do you guys got? Edgar, what was your first watch? My first watch, damn, pretty interesting one. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard of this, um, The Princess on Hulu. Oh, you watched that? You watched that? I mean, Edgar watches yeah. everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that shit fast. It looked awful. Uh, I mean, it is pretty. It's it's not the worst thing that I've seen this year, but it is pretty bad. Um, it's is it better just... than Man? <laughs> All I know is that it's like mm. a weird stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the trailer. Uh, honestly, didn't look all I know bad. is that Natalie Holt composed it. Was oh, the score cool. at least good? From what I remember, honestly, I don't really remember the score, but yeah. that just maybe the movie. Um, but anyway, the movie for me is like imagine like John Wick Chapter Two in medieval times, but the movie really doesn't do anything with it. Like, ah, like That's a cool the movie's concept, about mm-hmm. yeah, like the it, there's this like princess being like kept hostage in in her own castle and she escapes and then everybody starts like hunting for her and she's and because she knows the castle so well because she grew up on it like she's able to like trick like knights or like hunters or whatever um and kill them because she's like a trained warrior or whatever and the concept is cool but again nothing really they don't really do anything with with the concept Oh, wow. Joy yeah, King is it, it's fun though. She's uh, she looks good? like she's having a good time. Yeah. Okay, great. I heard she's good and I heard the vibe is really interesting. Like I saw the trailer and it looked very interesting and unique. I just haven't got the chance to I think the it. only thing I've seen Joey Keenan is Conjuring. Conjuring. Oh yeah. yeah oh, she's yeah, a girl yeah. in Conjuring? Yeah, she was yeah, like, the first the one. Kids. Oh, she oh. was um she was in the Dark Knight Rises. I haven't Ooh, seen her in Night Dark Knight Rises. She's a, like the like the young version of um what's her face of Talia, yeah Talia. Rachel, where is she? Talia, where is Marianne she? Cotillard? Yeah, uh, man, I haven't watched her rise in since twenty twelve. So I know she's been doing uh, the Kissing Booth series, which is yeah. Highly, I guess she's gonna be highly regarded. I guess she's gonna be in Bullet Train. So, oh wow. Yeah. Everybody's in that fucking movie. I'm seeing Bullet Train tomorrow. I'm tired of those fucking trailers. Oh my <laughs> Me <too>. god! <laughs> I was like, I've seen the whole movie now. Thank you. I've, I've seen the whole movie. It's crazy. To me. I try to walk away. I try to look down. I try to text. I'm like, I've seen the whole movie. I see <laughs> that was me with Nope with the second trailer. Oh man! Hey, hey, hey! Don't disrespect now. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying what I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Like, I saw Brad Pitt oh, get okay, on okay, the train. Okay. I see the train doing all these. Sh- I'm like. Is this him after the train crash? Like, I have no idea. I know. I just want to see the movie already. I want to yeah. See I mean, I guess it'll be fun, but it's David Leitch, so I'm not that excited for it. Is it Leitch or Leech? I don't know. I always said Leech. I'm more of a Leech guy. But the lesser of the John like Wick director. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked up. <laughs> Devil Two sucks. I mean, I wouldn't really say that, but I mean, Hobson. I haven't wa- I haven't watched it like, since release, but I, I agree. Really I, haven't, I haven't watched it since release either. It's not that memorable. I mean, I've watched Deadpool since twenty. What yeah. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Deadpool is gonna have like a ten year high. Like <laughs> Deadpool came out in twenty eighteen, Deadpool two at least. And by this time, like Josh will tell us when we get the release dates for T twenty three. But I think Deadpool probably 2 probably face it, yeah. Probably 2024, 2026, yeah, 2025, I mean. So yeah, it's gonna be a long time, long time wait. 
but anyway, going back to the movie. Um, yeah. Another another movie that I watched around that time, like a day or two after. Mm -hmm. You guys really need to check it out. It's really good. Um, good luck to you, Leo Grant. I, I watched it, it this month. Oh, you did? Yeah. Go talk about it. it. Is this the sex coach one? It's with Emma Thompson, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a sex some, therapist or something like that's that. That's work, yeah. Yeah. Um, how was it? I, I didn't it just didn't look that appealing to me, but I heard it's a good Sundance reviews. movie that I miss at Sundance. So yeah, I heard people raving about it at Sundance. Yeah. How was it? Yeah. What do you guys think? I thought it was very charming for the subject matter. <laughs> um I think uh, Emma Thompson like I, I know a lot of people are trying to like push for her for like awards. She's not getting anything. She's she not getting anything. Great. But... She was really good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen the guy in anything else, but he's really good. Um, Leo Grande. Uh, um, what's his name? Daryl McCormick or something like that. Daryl McCormick. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie is uh, about like this old uh, woman in her like 60s, 70s, and she's like realized her husband dies and realized she hasn't really explored much of her youth and what she can do like sexually and stuff. So she hires a sex worker and they start to like develop a relationship with feelings and stuff. It's and also it like a clash. Yeah, it's also like a one location movie, which is really yeah. interesting. Whoa, really? It yeah. all takes place in like a hotel room. I didn't know that. I mean, I saw a poster in a hotel room, but I thought they, you know, leave the hotel room. <laughs> I mean, they uh, eventually leave to the lobby, but I mean, that, that's not, that's not really. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's but, really good. It's like, it's really charming what Edgar said, and the two leads are great. And it really doesn't, goes like deeper than you would think into like the the subject matter yeah it's not it's not even just about like sexuality it's also about like the importance of like forming strong like human connections which i really enjoyed yeah that aspect of the movie okay wow yeah and the score is really good too I, I love the music for it okay wow interesting is um what was i gonna say it's on hulu right it's yeah. part of like the uh, hulu searchlight deal Okay. If we want to block those together, I also watched Fire Island this month. Fire Island. Is that Hulu too? It's the Hulu searchlight, yeah. Uh, I'll have um, to put it on my list. It's it's it was really fun. It was wonderful. Um it was a bunch of like so it's basically these this group of gaymen who go to this island called uh, Fire Island, which is like an annual thing where a bunch of like gay people or queer people go to like celebrate their their queerness and like freedom and stuff for like a week on this island so it's basically just a, a rom-com with that format and under that like that lens basically a lot of people are loving this um it was, it was really fun a, a lot of my friends in like the Raylo fandom and stuff I, i've seen people talk about this tweet about this all the time like it's a does it have like a pride and prejudice feel to it or something like that i think so yeah um words like enemies to lovers yeah, I mean, I yeah. love that. There's that in this movie? Yeah, that's Holy the main shit. relationship. Okay, One then I gotta them. watch it. Then I gotta watch it. I love me enemies. It's the best trope of all time. Um, <laughs> Bojan Yane from SNL, he's great in this. Honestly, I might watch it tonight after this podcast. Yeah, Joel Kim. You got me at enemies to lovers. I love it. <laughs> you'd, you'd love this. Then, yeah. I love enemies to lovers. Okay. This is really fun. And, um, Tomias Matos, he's like a, a supporting character. He is still like, everything he says is hilarious. 
Wow. Okay. I got it's fun. A, I got myself. A, I mean, I need to stop watching movies because between Big Brother distracting me, I'm playing video <laughs> games all night. Like, I stayed up to like five o'clock last night playing video games. Like, I got to stop. What are you playing? Bloodborne. I keep dying. I spent two. I need awesome. to play that. I've always wanted to. It is amazing. I, I get angry. I throw my controller everywhere across the room. But uh, <laughs> it's a fun game. Despite my anger outburst. But yeah, watch Fire Island. Fire That's Island. Great. Okay, you guys got Fire Island. Okay, you yeah, now that bodies, bodies, bodies is next week. Fuck you, A24. Uh. Um I I mm. might just like watch or the one Apple movie comes out this weekend, right? Lucky Luck. Oh, uh, the Stardance animation. Yeah, that looked interesting. Um, mm, okay, okay, I'll watch that. Um, do you want to talk about the other Hulu searchlight movie that you just watched today, Edgar? Oh, I mean, technically it's okay. August, but yeah, sure, we can. Talk oh, about it came out last month, and I watched it last month. What did yeah. you guys watch? Tell me. Not okay, starring Zoe Deutsch. Yeah. Oh, I wanted I mean, to watch this. Fuck. Can we can we talk about the premise? Because I feel like the premise is I didn't know what the movie was about, and I was like, oh, what's this? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, in the trailer. It's, it's in the trailer. It's like yeah, she's not okay. great. It's, it's, she's uh she's. Taking advantage of a terrorist. It's the unlikable right? female protagonist is what they like to start. As the warning would warning. say. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, by the way, by the way, let me just talk about this. I, it's interesting that they're advertising. I think they like, did that just to be like a quirky thing because the movie is really quirky. No, that, that is what they were going for. You don't have to advertise an unlikable female protagonist. it's a female or it's a woman director. So. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, there's so many unlikable men in movies. Just like, they don't advertise like, oh, this guy's unlikable. It's like, no, it's just, it's, he's a... Human character, but, but the um, thing is about this right. movie and why it's so like um, all over the place for me is because Zoe Deutsch is so likable, <laughs> so it's kind of hard, <laughs> yeah. hard to find out. Yeah, That's oh, so how one is of it? Main is problems it, with it is it good, bad, what? I personally, okay. I think um, it's good. It it hits hard enough with the themes and it what's mm-hmm. going for, but I think they could have gone a lot deeper. Okay, yeah. and um. It's just very all over the place because it it doesn't really balance the the humor and oh no the like the um psychotics the of this character while with the yeah. like heavier themes and heavier um situations. That's what I'm worried about because you see the trailer and it's like she's talking about like the terrorism attack, but that's some hardcore shit. Yeah. Like that. Um, and I know, and, but, but I know it's supposed to be quirky too. So I'm like, how is it balancing <laughs> that? Path? Yeah. And not to spoil much, but um, the main character who she like develops a friendship with in her like support group is a survivor of a school shooting. So, oh god, and they really yeah. they yeah they go really like deep or not as deep, but they go like into heavier topics. And the, that actress who played that character, Mia Isaac, she's phenomenal. She's great. Yeah, like, the highlight of the she, movie. She's incredible. she deserves to blow up after this. Yeah, um, I I I thought the movie was um very predictable is the yeah. liar trope gets caught lying whatever um i will give the movie credit for not i guess sort of spoilers for not trying to give the main character like a redemption arc or I'll whatever say that yeah they don't really try to like redeem her as much yeah that's good and uh um, oh, how about her, her boyfriend dylan how's dylan oh yeah he's fun he's hilarious <laughs> Dylan's he's the really fun fucking best i love dylan he's O'Brien. just playing pito pete davidson Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. He's just a stoner. It's like the mixture of Pete Davidson and Justin Bieber. Oh, that's amazing. Dylan is... I haven't seen Dylan. He's a bad performance. He's he has like, a really good line where like, he, he breaks character for a second. That's he amazing. Breaks, like, the accent. He was in Kirby Enthusiasm season uh, 10 or 11. Um, and he was just so great in that, in that role. He's, he's he was great in the outfit this year. The outfit. Oh, yeah, the outfit. 
All right. Yeah, but um. Oh yeah, he yeah, he is in the outfit. Yeah, he's wearing that. Her and again, yeah, I like they like doing movies together. Um, couples do a lot of movies together. But yeah, Zoe Deutsch is great, and like as much as you hate that character, you can't like not like her. She's yeah. wonderful and everything. You know, Kevin Feige's on the phone call right now. Like, I need my Cyclops and Jean Grey. I could go for Oh, my God. She <laughs> would, and Zoe here. She would be such a Jean Grey. <laughs> She's great. Between her and Sadie's team, Kevin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, what's next? What's next? Um, Evan, you want to? Oh, 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 oh. oh. something? Um, for me, I was, let me talk about this, Miss Marvel. Um... I guess I haven't watched a lot in July. All right, I guess I'm only doing movies here. Um, but we got to bear. We can do. We can. That, do I was just saying the bear. We talked about the bear. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that an ice cream truck? Yeah. Do you guys have? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, we can find fancy ringtone. Uh, oh yeah, we can talk about the bear. The bear was great. Phenomenal um, series. I think I watched this in June. But yeah, I. Uh, we talk about July and everybody else saw it. Yeah, it July. came out in like late June. Then I didn't like. Hear Nobody talked about, about it, it. Until, like, I, early I, July. Oh, at the end of every podcast, I was like, "By the way, if you guys are watching the Bear, I really recommend you, you it." You said that, it's great. <laughs> not not the last one we did, but like a hyperface hype or Michael. Oh, yeah. I'd always be like, "Watch the Bear if you're not." Then watching. like it just blew up on Twitter. Right, everyone blew started up. watching it in like middle of July. Yeah, because the Bear was such a vibe. Um. I binged it at my mom's house. It's basically house, the chef meets the, the Safties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Because um, uh, it has that chaotic, tense, relentless feel to it. But just like the Safties, these kids are so rootable, relatable. There's so much heart in it, too. So much heart to it. Exactly. Right? You can't help but sympathize with certain characters, despite how much of an asshole certain characters are being in certain moments. Um, like holy shit! And the direction is great. It oh. feels very lived in and very like you're in the kitchen. The kitchen is a great. The kitchen is a character within itself, right? Yeah, it's cliche to say, but uh, like the setting is a character, and just the vibe of trying to control the bear environment from within. It, it was it was great, and how um, it like dives into the themes that led like, mental health and oh, yeah. Dude. At the yeah. like in uh working and conditions environments mm-hmm. uh, and the performances like jeremy allen white as the lead is incredible perfect berry as um oh, sydney she... was like one of the star of the series she's the star of the series she, yeah, as soon as i started watching i'm like okay she's inst- i started to instantly gravitate towards her um she's great but yeah i think he was famous we have to from... talk about Wait, Ida, Ida. I was gonna say he was famous from Shameless. I never watched that show, but yeah. Oh right, I've yeah. seen a couple of seasons of it. He's pretty good in it. Okay. Yeah, we have to talk that. about episode seven, the one that was like twenty five <laughs> minutes long, all wow. in one take, like a fucking like achievement in filmmaking. I was flabbergasted. Like I was watching my mom, and we were watching it. We we're like, is the episode over already? Like my heart's beating, and I'm just like, that was too fast and chaotic. What's yeah. Happening next. And, it was just I didn't realize moment. it was one take until like, me neither. And no, that's I what makes a good yeah. one take is that you don't realize it. Not until I start uh, people start talking about it on Twitter. I'm like, oh wait, it's one take. Holy yeah. shit! Okay, cool. I need to go watch it again. Me too, because I I didn't have. So I was so captivated by everything going on and the yelling cousin. 
<laughs> Those DoorDash orders. <laughs> I got stabbed. I've been stabbed. Oh, shit. It's great. Oh, man. Yeah. Then the finale wraps it up and like oh. brings that heart to like full front. And so good. I know it's a meme now, but John Berthold, spoilers for the bear, spoilers for the bears, <laughs> uh, the bear. Uh, John Berthold taking on roles where he dies or has died. I'm yeah. just like, John Berthold's like one of the greatest <laughs> supporting actors of like all time. All time. All he's time. So like every, just, every fucking thing he's in is incredible. Widows, Wind River, Sicario, um, Sicario, or V Ferrari. Um, like this guy is oh, King Richard. He's had King Richard. King Richard. He yeah. should have nominated. Was he nominated? Yeah, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't. But shit, like this guy comes out out of nowhere and just takes it, takes it by the horns. And that last scene where he's like looking at his brother and just like, oh, I'm dying inside. It was great. It's just, don't forget about the spaghetti, man. And it's, I was reading season two, which I, wow. I'm conflicted because I, I of course want more of, the, of these characters, but I think it wrapped up really well. Um, it, it, the it, kitchen it, never sleeps. There's always chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Um, yeah, the kitchen never sleeps. Kind of like Daredevil. Hell's kitchen never sleeps. It could be like an anthology, maybe, or it could just be like a time jump or something. Don't don't do that. Nah, they're not gonna waste this cast. Just yeah, exactly. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. Whenever I hear about like a popular show getting a season two, you either get like the great. <clears> um, I don't know, like like a lot of great shows have had great. Or series, you get Big Little Lies. I was just gonna say you get yeah. Big Little Lies, which is <laughs> my dad and I because we, we watched the show together. We always like I'll never forget going on the phone with my dad after Big Little Lies season two finale, mm-hmm. and we were just like yelling at each other for like an hour about <laughs> what the fuck we just watched. Like yeah. this show s- sucked. Season two is the memes though. The memes. The memes are great. Girl <laughs> Streep was good. And, and was she? Yes. Why she she was screaming every episode. Exactly. She's just screaming at Reese Witherspoon. Reese is like, "How how's your morning?" Gah! I was like, "Okay, you're crazy." Um, season two is one of the worst sophomore shows I've it, ever. It seen. makes sense why it's such a mess because I guess they changed like directors and showrunners yeah. like, halfway. So yeah, so, rest in they peace hired to the main director. Sure, rest in peace to John um, John. I <laughs> uh, forget his last name, but yeah, he's one of the best HBO the directors. He died, oh yeah, he died, objects. he died like two years ago. I'm like, yeah, oh, he was a great director. Um, but yeah, they changed directors and it was a mess. It showed. It showed, and it was all over the place. I think they might have even brought him back for a couple episodes or so. But it was it was just a mess. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was. Um, John Mark Valley was the director of season <sighs> one. Then I'm he decided not to do season two, so they brought in Andrea Arnold, and I just gotcha. HBO hated it for some reason and fired her halfway through. In Brian, which I'm sure was probably better than what they got. Yeah, it was, it was just all over the place. Um, yeah, Drummer Filet, man, he left a mark on HBO. He was great. Yeah. Sharp Objects is phenomenal. Um, yeah. But yeah, Big Little Lies. Like, I don't want this to get Big Little Lies, but I, I feel yeah. like this show gives me more like. Barry vibes in terms of oh, like season yeah, one ends in a pretty decent note that you don't really know where they can take it in a season two, but then season two comes out and then you're like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think it's this is good enough for it to like survive multiple seasons because he has his place now. Instead of calling it like I forget what it's called initially, but now he calls it the Bear. Um, so like he started, he took ownership. But like, what happens when you take ownership of your place now? Like you honored your brother. Over that but also, pump. there's like not as much family drama, which is like why I think maybe yeah. we don't need a season two. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be like the family things seem to be subsided. Up, yeah. But every family always has issues, right? You're never just hunky-dory. So um, I can see new stuff arising. I could see new secrets arising. I can see there's always going to be chaos in the kitchen. So that's going yeah. to be Mark is the MVP. Uh, oh, yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, I love everybody in that show. <clears throat> um, yeah, what's uh, what's next? What's next? I want to talk about a few uh, like older movies I watched for the first time. Oh, yeah, um, Edgar. From... I, was talk- I was talking to Josh. I was like, Josh only watches movies like modern, modern day or in the very far past. Like That's not deep- true. I just started watching like <laughs> these 1930s, 40s movies. Like, yeah, I got a lot of criterions. Terminator. I'm like, oh my You haven't God. seen Terminator? No. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> I wa- yeah. I've seen Terminator Salvation. Oh, great. The worst one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you said the worst one? Genesis? Yeah, you're right. Now they're Genesis? like, yeah, Genesis, Genesis is pretty Genesis, bad. is that how they call it? Yeah. The Genesis one with Amelia Clark. Yeah, poor Amelia, man. That movie burned her from doing Blockbuster. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I watched, I did a little um, double feature with mm. uh, Carrie Durant and Katherine Hepburn. Tell so me with about uh, Holiday and the Philadelphia Story. Two um, classic, like, screwball comedies from the late 30s, early 40s. Holiday, 1938. And Holiday is my favorite of the two. It's, I think it's fantastic. It's, it, may, it like, balances being. A screwball, which is just like people just going crazy in <laughs> comedies, and it balances that with also having like deep themes and being a really good rom com between Ooh. Harry Grant and Catherine Hepburn. So I, love I definitely rom-coms. recommend that. Catherine Hepburn's one of the best actresses of all time. She is. She's like I've. She's incredible in these two movies. I haven't seen this. I um maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. But um uh. So yeah, what's it about really? Is it, it's about like a holiday? What, what holiday is it? It's um about so Carrie Durant is married to a like uh, Catherine Hepburn's sister or about to marry the uh, mm-hmm. her sister, and eventually like at a New Year's party, uh, they meet and Catherine Hepburn and Carrie Durant spend some time together with uh, Carrie Durant's friends and um basically uh the father of the two uh, sisters and the sister that Carrie Durant's character is to marry are both like the rich stereotype like uptight and not mm. wanting to have fun so when Carrie Durant's friends which he comes back he comes from poverty and not from like rich being like rich uh, rich family so when he invites his friends they like are down to earth and like to have fun and like Catherine Hepburn she's like the black sheep of the family so they oh. have like their own party while the big party is happening and they develop feelings for each other and like they Ooh. end up being she ends up leaving um or <laughs> Carrie Durant ends up leaving the sister for Captain Hepburn. And okay. it's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, I just see that. I love a good rom com, I love a good classic. Um so I have to watch how'd you watch this one? Uh Criterion. Criterion. Uh Faints on HBO Max. Did also. you pay for it or Oh, yeah, I have the Blu-ray. Oh, you oh you get the Blu-ray for it. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, it looks like it's not on HBO Max, but uh, interesting. I'm probably Philadelphia Story is on HBO Max if you want to watch that. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that one. It's it's um another screwball comedy. Two years after Holiday. Yeah. 
Catherine talking... Hepburn, Cary yeah. Durant, and James Stewart from Rear Window, which is what I feel. His about. best role? Yeah. Yeah. Between that it's and... Fun. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a bunch of like good-looking people just being funny. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, what more can you ask for? I think this is one that um, the great Patrick Williams talked about one time. Yeah. Um, and they're both directed by George Couture, which is like a really, really good director. Okay. Yeah, he I mean, did, um, uh, he did, uh, was it My Fair Lady mm. and Gaslight and the uh, um, Audrey Hepburn, A Star is Born. So he's a good director. The Hepburns, killing it. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to watch these classic movies on HBO Max that I've never gotten a chance to watch. That's yeah. why HBO Max is the best. Um, that's good. It really, it really is. Yeah. And I also watched, um, like towards the end of the month, I watched uh, Bringing Up Baby, which is another screwball comedy with Stephen Epperin and Cary Durant. This movie's fucking wild. <laughs> it's wow. it's it's back when comedies were all about people either yelling at each other, falling, or just like causing chaos. <laughs> so it was really fun to watch. I miss that. We need more like we need more romance movies in general. Yeah, but yeah, that's great to hear. You want to also watch? Um, yes. <laughs> I also watched a gentleman prefer wands, which is also by the same director, Howard Hanks. Um, it's a, a old school musical with Marilyn Monroe as the star. It's Ooh. I'm sure you know the number uh, Diamonds Ardo's best friend from like it was sampled in like Harley yeah. and Birds of Prey and stuff. And yeah, it's just a good musical. Wow. So are you watching these like on a daily basis, like new movie every day? I've been watching them a lot more. Yeah, I've have okay. some more criterions on the way. And yeah. yeah. I need to hurry up. I, I got school starting in 15 days, and I'm like, I need to watch as many movies, movies and TV shows before I get That's what started. I'm doing. I'm on the break from work right now, so I'm, I'm just yeah. watching as many movies as I can. Exactly, before being a teacher and going back to work again. I'm just like, oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Edgar, were you about to say something about romance earlier? Or? There's a semi-rom-com movie on HBO Max. Um I think I believe it's a remake from the one from uh, Steve Martin, um, "Father of the Bride." Oh, you watched this? Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah. Hear, I didn't hear the best reviews for it. How was yeah, it? I mean, Andy Garcia, right? Is like yeah, 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 yeah. I've I seen mean, the Steve Martin one. Yeah, I mean, it's just basically crazy rich Asians oh, yeah. with for Latinos. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not anything special. I didn't hate it. I had a fun time with it, but um, I. I really like Andy Garcia when he's given funny lines. So I think Same. this is he's better here than he is in fucking Ghostbusters. I'll tell you that. But uh, yeah, Andy Garcia is always great. He's always funny, and uh, I like him. Um, Speaking of Andy, Andy Garcia, good set. Oh no! I also watched, watched Ocean's Eleven. Uh, watched the Mamma Mia movies. Oh no! He's in those. He's in the second one. Yeah. Oh man. That's who. As I don't Fernando. remember. He's, oh. His character Fern- is named oh. Fernando just because Cher could uh, um, yeah. sing Fernando to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Maybe. think I remember it now. How, yeah, how was your experience? Masterpieces of oh, cinema. Boy. Everything, what, or they're what movies should strive to be. <laughs> they're fun. They're funny. They're good music, good vibes performances are amazing there's that whole cast is drunk off their asses and having the time of their lives it's amazing wow i mean that's all i've heard about this movie the franchise in general people drunk actors and actresses just 
singing I mean, their ass off. And, you have Stellan yeah. Starsdard crawling on a roof. Yeah. He's crawling what? on a roof and singing ABBA's Take the Chance on Me. Cinema. <laughs> Andor, Stellan Skarsgård. The, the three dads are Stellan Starsdard, Colin Firth, and Pierce Brosnan. I knew Colin was in it. Pierce Brosnan. Baron Harkonnen himself. Oh, man. They got... And we also have Meryl Streep. We as the mother, we have Amanda um Seyfried yeah. as the lead. Holy Dominic shit. Cooper. Dominic Cooper. Lily James it. plays uh Meryl Streep's yeah. character in the second one. And yeah. Lily and James I knew Lily James was in it. Yeah. I love Meryl Streep. I prefer Street. the I think the first one's better, but the second one has Lily James. So. Yeah. Meryl Streep role her role in the second one is so funny. <laughs> yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the credit um, sequence of both movies are just like cinema. Amazing. Wow. We need great credit sequences again. Um, yeah. Yes, please. They don't, they don't do them as often as they do anymore. Uh, have you seen these movies, Edgar? Yeah. You have? A long time ago. Yeah. I don't rave about them, but yeah, I have seen them. Okay. Yeah, I'm you never going to watch them. these movies. Never going to watch them. I, I remember. You're missing out, Evan. I remember the second one more than the first. I'll say that. This is newer, probably. Yeah. Complete the trilogy. Oh, no. Who directed these movies? I don't know. Meryl <laughs> Streep? Some, she directed? Somebody, somebody who was drunk, probably. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Holy was, shit. Philly uh, Lloyd. Okay. So I guess. It's a nobody director. Interesting. And the second one was... Uh, Sorry, Felita. Old Parker. <laughs> The fuck? So random directors, but honestly, the first one is actually really like well shot, and like editing is fucking great. Sure it is. No, it is like it's it's um, it's like missing or it has what a lot of blockbusters are right, are missing right now. It's like very dynamic and editing. American blockbusters. I do remember yeah, the yeah, yeah. I do remember the the sets from the first one. Like I believe sex. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Isn't there like a musical number and they're like jumping in between like a building or something like that? Yeah, the way they're really the well crafted. Yeah. Yeah, the costumes are great. The production design is great. Surprisingly, like really well well crafted. Wow. The best picture nobody... goes to fucking on me. I Surprise wish. nobody died in the making of these. <laughs> wow. When did these come out? Are these late 2009 2000? and 2018. Wow, wait, there's a nine year gap? Yeah. Fuck, damn. Or 2008 and 2018, so a 10 year gap. You, you, yeah. you could say it's a legacy sequel. It is. It's a hint towards coming. Is nine years future, a maybe. legacy sequel? I mean, I mean is, is that Jackass Forever a legacy sequel? Yes. And that's like watch, 10 years. I don't watch those movies. Oh. Which You're one? missing out. <laughs> Uh, you would have never... some fun with your life, Evan. I'm good. You you would never. Somebody could put a gun to my head and I'll take the bullet over watching Jackass movies. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Oh, they're just yeah, people doing. Is a lot of fun. I like so. I don't want to watch a movie people doing dumb things. That sounds <laughs> awful. That's why I, I, I never watched uh, like those stupid cartoons growing up, like Family Guy or, or the short people. What was it called? Uh, That's not the uh, same. I don't know. Just screwball comedy is not my jam. Like I, I would that's never not, watch. <laughs> that's what? totally different. It's I, we're stupid people doing stupid shit. Never gonna watch it. Never gonna watch it. <laughs> this is real though. It's not. Oh fake. really? It's real. Yeah. Life. I don't care. 
real if sad people, practical effects. Oh, thank you, JJ. Just, I, I'm done watching people doing dumb stuff. Give me a movie. Give me dark shit. That's what I come here for. <laughs> Give me dark shit. What are you, a film bro? Yes. Yes. Give me my Kira Kurosawa. Snyder bro. You're a gray man. Yeah, give me my gray man. Sedway. Sedway. We can talk about the gray man right now. Get it over with. I haven't seen it yet. This movie's a movie. It's a movie. It's a it's movie. Boring. It's boring. It's boring. But like, like some of the action sequences are fun. Like, I've heard like, there's some good right, action sequences. That's all. Yeah. There's. Are they? Hard, it's hard to explain. Like, are they? Are me, they? I would say so. Like, I would say. I don't think they're well staged, but it's like it's like. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's Ryan Gosling doing crazy action sequences that are sometimes fun to watch, other times like going through the motions. Um, it's just a lot of and a lot of action without any kind of cohesive story to connect it all. It's, it's just the like it's the lesser ambulance of this year. Really, it really is. Like ambulance had some heart that I can really connect with the characters. This one, they tried to have some heart through the use of. Uh, this daughter character I the daughter to. yeah but it's just like uh she's great she's cool is Ana de Armas good please mm, uh, like, she wasted she's the, wasted oh everybody's Star- wasted let me do a rant on directors wasting Jessica Henwick stop oh, again? wasting Jessica Henwick no. please stop thankfully Ryan thankfully Ryan Johnson is about to change that thank you oh I've heard uh from people that Supporting actress could go to Janelle Monae. That's what I've heard too. Uh, Janelle Monae stuff. I have her but, on my dual derby now. <laughs> oh, great. Um, but I'm like, stop wasting. Is Iron Fist the only one that uses her well? Like, like she, she's the best part about Iron Fist, but even then, she could be so much better. She's great in Matrix, but yeah, she's on so much Great in the Matrix, but yeah, it's a, you come to watch uh, the two main characters, Neo and um, Trinity. She's yeah. good in it, but she's not like the lead. I want, I like, I can. She could be the star of the next John Wick series if you want. Like, instead of just Iron let Fist. her be Iron Fist. <laughs> honestly, you. Yeah. Honestly, please do. That's what I want. Um, honestly, she'd be a great X twenty three if you ever want to do that. Ooh, yeah. Um, I, I kind of want the MCU to fast forward to X twenty three because, unpopular opinion, I think she's more interesting than Wolverine. Um, Logan, I mean, because um, she is Wolverine. But I'm just like, I, I'm just, I'm so tired of people wasting Jessica Henwick. She gets. Limited to just yelling at Chris Evans the entire movie. Really? It's so bad. But guess what? Yeah. Oh, there might be a sequel and she's badass now. I'm like, Isn't there a whole franchise now? Isn't that what they said? It's fucking yeah. done. They're doing a sequel and a spinoff, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, um, I'm just like. Someone stop the Russo Brothers. Somebody stop. Somebody them. stop Netflix, please. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, because they want they want their extractions. They want their you have man. it. You have Stranger Things. You have Knives Out. They want the Red Notice two and three. What are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, man, I really wish but, Amazon but or Apple but Knives Out. Yeah, that they deserve it more. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they do. That's <laughs> they do deserve it more. I mean, it's come to a point Apple, where yeah, definitely. Apple is killing it with TV shows. Pachinko, yeah. Ted Lasso. I need to finish. I need to get back to um, Severance. I really need oh, to. I need to watch that. I didn't I've really seen the first episode. Top five show it. of the year. Yeah. Top five. Um, yeah, Severance is great. Do you want to um, talk a little TV real quick? Let's let's go on TV? TV. Let's do some TV. Uh, only Murders Season 2. Rocks! Watched it. 
Good stuff. Yeah. It is Good phenomenal. Good shit. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm liking a lot more than season one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Season one, I that like the take, first that, 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 that is a hot take. That is really? a hot take. I think it's a hot take. Wow. I think it's a wow. lot better than season one. Wow. I mean, season one's fucking fantastic. Season one's like... great, but I think I really liked the first two episodes. Then they really did into the subplot with uh, Maisel's old friends and wow. that horrible actor who played that her friend i think it was fucking terrible <laughs> oh no uh who played the guy who got shot in the first episode no the um oh the the guy with the like, hoodie. yeah hoodie guy you think he's terrible? i think he was a bad actor yeah oh man i thought he was but I, I wasn't really that interested in like that that subplot whereas everything in this season is like really fascinating and it's really hitting like every mark for me uh i don't know i mean that. I mean, I it's know, really, I, really, I really uh, like yeah, season two, but I'm I need to watch the. Two. I need to watch the whole picture in order to judge it. I agree. I, I think right now I'm enjoying the mystery. I, I, oh, by the way, the uh, Charles' daughter, what's her name, Lucy? She's um, great, fantastic. Yeah, she's Can she really be in every good, episode, yeah. please? Because I love the last, the, the one from last week, not the one that just came out. Um, which I like. I like this. There's one tonight, also. I need. I'm excited about that. Oh shit! You're right. Um. I like the one two episodes ago where she was the main star of it. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really what an episode. I, I've, I've loved every episode. Maybe it's oh. also because I waited a bit and binged them all until like last week. Last week <laughs> Me episode. too. So maybe that, that's what I that's did. Why I like it a lot oh, more. I'm watching week to week. Yeah. Or I, I watched it when it first, like the two episodes came yeah. on the same day. But because um, I'm like, there are only two episodes left already. Holy shit. There's uh, eight episodes? Yeah. I mean, that's what Hulu has so far. Um. But what was I going to say? But yeah, I think season one was very tight. I love the dynamic between Charles and what became the, yeah, the trio. The trio. The trio is um, really good, and they're just as good in this season. They're just as great this season. The jokes are just phenomenal. Um, See, I think I really like the the like storyline with Carrie Delevingne and that character in Hell. I was iffy on that storyline until this latest episode. The the cliffhanger in last week's episode was insane. Though. Insane. Because like, I, I was like, I love this relationship between Kara and Selena, but I don't know where it's going. How is it going to connect? Yeah. But now we're seeing it connect. And I'm like, oh, whoa, that that betrayal was brutal to watch. And um, then she, spoilers for last week's episode, she just fucking stabbed someone on the subway. Yeah, like, I want to add that. Like, oh, maybe yeah. maybe it's gone crazy. I'm like, what, what happened? I wonder how they were that. It's very clearly like PTSD, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody gonna come up to me on a subway. You're getting shanked, motherfucker. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Uh. Yeah. This show, it's written so tightly. Like, there's so many great threads that once they all connect, you just as a great through line. Like, for example, season one, I like seeing everything go. I like guessing every week. Um. I like seeing Charles and what became the serial killer in season one. Um. Yeah. I like seeing that whole thing connect because it had a lot of heart to it. But then there was like a good betrayal and mystery each week. Um, I really Mon- love uh, yeah. this this season. I think it was episode two or three when they uh, focused fully on Jane Howdy Shell's character, like the one who died. The oh 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 yeah, like yeah. the day in her life, like her last day in life. That was a really good oh, episode. By the way, theory time. It's definitely the waiter. That, really? that, that's who my theory is. I think it's the waiter. It's like for mysteries, if you introduce a character in the first two episodes of the episode or season, whatever it is. And they don't show him again. I'm like, mm. I think the waiter is my that's interesting. lead suspect. I've, I'm not going off of anything, but that's just who I think it is. Do you think Nathan Lane coming back is this red herring? 
Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. Even, like, but it also, could be the father of his child. Also, season two, I'm checking IMDb. It's supposedly to be ten episodes. So ten Hell episodes. Yeah. Okay, great. Four more episodes. Great. Four more episodes. Great, because Hulu just has episode eight or up to episode eight. Um, but great, I'm all, I'm up to I'm game for more. But yes, Leon Gomez should be fucking nominated next year. I, it was it was a snub. I don't dis- understand that. Disgraceful, disgraceful. Um, because she is just as great as Steve Martin and Steve uh, Martin Short. Martin Short. That right. dynamic is, is one of the best things like of the decade so far in television. It's so good. It's great. It's they're just hilarious. hilarious. They're pitch. Per- they're pitch perfect together. As you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Like that's a great dynamic already. Then you add Celine Gomez. This is really really interesting. And then you add the daughter in this season. Yeah, it's even better. It's even better. She should be a mainstay. Upgraded season regular goal for season three. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite bits, not only of this season, but like the whole show, is um, Charles sending his double to do his dirty laundry Jane Lynch, at, the, yeah. at the gym. Yeah, that last great. scene with Jane Lynch and the girl, the ex girlfriend, was phenomenal. Um, I love, I love the party scene too. Wait, which... Great, oh, yeah. the transitions are really good. Oh, yeah. those transitions, perfect. Yeah, season two is great. Season two is great, and. uh Please keep going. Don't end it at season three like Ted Lasso. <clears throat> See, I think more. Ted Lasso fits for season three because oh, more I, Ted Lasso. I'm a, I'm a believer of like ending the story when you know it should end and not like dragging it out. I don't know how it ends though. <laughs> like I don't feel like it should end at season three. Give me four. Well, like, I I don't know. I if they have an ending, if they like have an ending, I know, I know. I know, but I'm just—I love Ted Lasso so much. That's why I think Mando should end at like season three or four. That's ridiculous. At least five. Yeah, I don't even know who Mando is yet. Don't end it at season three. <laughs> who is this guy? It's like it's been two seasons. I don't know who the fuck he is. Give me a third season, and then we'll see. Like for me, okay, I want to talk about another show real quick that you guys aren't watching and you fucking need to watch because it's some of the most insane shit I've ever seen. The oh, rehearsal. The rehearsal, Nathan Fielder. I'm good. It's have you do you know what the show's about? Not at all. Not at all. And I don't want to it's... know. I kind of want to go in blank. But go yeah, I, I won't spoil much. But it is wild, and is every episode show? ups the ante. <laughs> kind of. It's on a reality show. It's like the basic premise is without spoiling much. This guy, he's like he did Nathan for you, which I haven't seen yet, but I've heard Never. it's great. Yeah. It's this comedian who like does a lot of stuff playing with like the realities and emotions of like real people. So he put out a trades ad saying, uh, is there something you regret or something you aren't prepared for for an encounter in life? Hmm. So we got responses, and this whole idea is for him to with actors and stuff rehearse these this encounter that these people aren't wanting to or need pr- to prepare for. So, and it sounds wild, but it's even more wild because of the amount of detail and exact details and like things he goes to, to make it like, I can't really explain it. It's something you need to watch. Yeah. I saw like a trailer for it or something. Um, it just, it's on HBO mats. They're 30 minute episodes. Watch it. Maybe I'll watch Evan, one episode. Watch yeah, the yeah. first episode at least. It'll hook you. Is there darkness in it? Is it sad? Is it yes. Sad? It's it's wild and insane, but there's also a, a beauty and like like it's just I can't really explain it. Just watch it. Okay. It's insane. 
It's on the list. Yeah. It's really funny. It's like, it's just every range of emotions from humanity is in the show. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. Somebody, I don't understand how they get away with it. (laughs) Every range from humanity. Okay. Okay. But watch, we still watched the first episode. I'm, I believe it'll hook you. Okay. I, will, I had uh, no idea about this thing. Like, what was going into it? I just heard it on Twitter from a few things, and I hadn't seen any of this guy's previous stuff, and it hooked me. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what other TV shows are you guys watching? For me, I, I watch a lot of anime this summer. I, I haven't watched a lot of, uh, TV shows. If, I think that's if, it for TV for me. If time. nobody's watching Liquorous Recoil, it's the best anime of the summer season. Liquorous <laughs> Recoil. Fantastic. Everybody get a Crunchyroll subscription. <laughs> we already, did we talk about the boys ending last two episodes? Oh, yeah. No, I think we did last time. Did we, we do it because uh, Josh was saying the finale came out July 8th. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Whatever. Um, uh, finale is great. Great, right? Right? I don't. Ryan, the fucking kid. Uh, he doesn't have like the smartest. And even if he did, Butcher's an asshole. So would you want to be with Butcher? Um, the thing about this show and this season in particular is that like it, it's just really surprising and not. Like, I didn't. It wasn't really that predictable for me, and that's yeah. saying something. For a show about superheroes, it's it feels very real and relevant sometimes. Yeah. It does. It feels extremely cool. relevant. It's both grounded and insane at the same time. And you can clearly see the character arcs that each character is going on. And it's great to see. It's not just like, oh, the character's doing crazy thing. The boys is fucking crazy. Because it is, but there's a lot of heart to it. And Kimiko and Frenchie have, they're the heart of the show. And they have a very clear through line throughout the series from episode one. That musical all sequence to episode eight. amazing. Musical sequence was great. You understand what Kimiko is going through from the beginning yeah. of the season to the very end. Same thing with Huey. You understand, you might not agree, but you understand where he's going, what craziness he's going through. Same thing with Butcher, where he's becoming the, the thing with Butcher is like he's trying to fight the monster, but he's becoming the monster. And they really tackled that in season three, where he's taking the compound V now. And how is that going to affect his mentality? With he has like this really real reason to be going after Homelander. But is he becoming just like Homelander? They give him the same exact powers in terms of the heat vision and yeah. the strength. So he's literally becoming his enemy that he wants to kill. But at the same time, you know he has Butcher inside. You know there's good in him. And we get that great flashback episode with him and just him his and brother. his brother. Um, it's very tragic to see. But then he continues to be an asshole. So it's like, that's just Butcher. But at the same time, you still want to root for him because you root for these crazy characters. Um and Homeland specifically was just phenomenal oh. this entire season. If I know it's not going to happen because this year is so stacked, but it's a fucking shame that Anthony Starr is not getting any awards recognition because yeah, maybe insane they, performance. Maybe if they did Golden Globes, he would get eligible. maybe season finale, like series finale. But uh, even then, yeah. it's, it's so it, they need to release the show in pre Emmy voting shit, whatever. Um, yeah, because last year wasn't as stacked as this year is going to be. Yeah, this year's because you have House of Dragon, Marines of Power, Andor, which I'm sure those all did not. I'm very curious to see how those, how all these fantasy shows 
vibe. I mean, Game drama. of Thrones swept every year. So. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, in the, even, in even season season eight year. <laughs> but now you have so many drama. fantasy shows these days, like Game yeah. of Time and all this stuff. So I'm just like, I'm. But none of those see. really have the staying power, as I'm sure. Yeah, the cast power. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Matt Smith is gonna get a nominated by the end. He should, right? It's like already you're like probably Olivia Cook, Matt Smith. Yeah, the person playing Rhaenyra. I really want House of Dragon and Rings of Power to get best. I did see Diego Luna even getting it on if Andor's like as good as if it's really that good. Wasn't Mandalorian season two nominated for best drama? Both seasons were. Both seasons were you. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Give give Andor best drama. Or give Kenobi best limited series or whatever. There's no way. Even even greater. Right? It's like if Mando season two can get best (laughs) drama. Elizabeth Olsen (laughs) got a nom for WandaVision. Yeah. Fucking. uh, uh, Don Cheadle. uh, Don Cheadle. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) For one second. (laughs) One second of Winter Soldier. Over fucking um, Carl Lundy, which is a fucking. That's next stupid. year, next year, Kenobi should be. But Kenobi has like, it would be a year since Kenobi aired, so it'd be impossible probably by then. I think it was, yeah. was it? When was the cutting, the like, cutoff date for Emmys? Was it June? Middle of May. Or, oh, no, okay. I think it was like the middle of I May. I know Stranger Things is to be eligible, but that's uh, only. Only the last, only the first nine, only the first uh, seven only one. was yeah. eligible. And it got nominated, so. Yeah. And it ended up squeezing in there. I didn't think it was going to get nominated, but it did. Sadie um, Stink didn't. Fucking Sadie Stink asshole. or Millie Barry Brown didn't. I'm shocked. I'm like, it's the same thing with uh, Selena Gomez. I'm like, you're going to nominate Stranger Things for Best Drama, not like the reason why these shows are great, like their actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you nominate like five people from Succession, which I, <laughs> I, I, I love Succession, so I'm not complaining, but it's just like, come on. Um, anyways. Yeah. Or White Lotus, like, Swept a White Lotus swept. series. I did, I didn't really love White Lotus, but I same here, Justin. Like season one was fine. The ending was not good. Not great. Um, I just thought the show. I mean, fucking general, was... Murray Bartlett just like fucking shit and die. Like what? <laughs> what <laughs> oh man, I forgot he died. Did he? The... No, he died. He's the one who died, and the cast it. Like the owner, yeah, he oh, yeah. is the person who died. <laughs> oh wow, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's it was the best part of the series too. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that whole yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. For some, I'm getting this confused with the. Yeah, but season know. two, however, season two looks like a you're bringing my girl, um, Harry Plaza, Harry Plaza, Richardson, Haley or... Richardson, Haley Lou Richardson. Thank God, she's coming. It's only a matter of time for Kevin Feige has her phone number. Um, but yeah, she's great. Ari Plaza is always Ari Plaza is great. Um, so season two looks to be a lot better already from the cast standpoint. Yeah. Um, he did not make like Sydney Sweeney. I'm like, she was fine in it, I guess. She everybody was, was fine. Yeah. She was, everybody was fine in it. But, anyways. Yeah, yeah. They nominated her for Euphoria. I'm like, she's better in Euphoria. Though. She's, she's better in Euphoria. Yeah, but I'm like, Sadie Sink, come on. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that. Or how did we get on White Lotus? What are we talking about? Uh, um, the boys or whatever. Emmys, I think. Emmys. Yeah, that's how it happens. Um. But so let's I had two more to talk about before uh, the bid one. Okay. Yeah. For, never mind. Yeah. Two more. 
I think we're saving note for last. I, I was about to mention that. We can save that for last. Uh, that came out. That's fine. It was, it was boring. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, a little Netflix movie I watched, Persuasion, which is like a... Oh, my girl. Uh, oh, Jane Austen remake. I forgot I watched that. I never watched It's basically trying way too hard to be Fleabag. Or but Bridgerton. doesn't achieve that magic. Yeah, like it's very similar, like breaking the fourth wall and winking to the camera, but it doesn't really have the personality and character that Fleabag has. Doesn't it's really. a it's a very weird movie. Like, yeah. like just watching that movie, like I was thinking to myself, what's the target audience for this? I think Dakota Johnson's good, but she doesn't fit that role. She doesn't have like that quirky personality as much. Yeah, she's very like understated as an actress. Yeah, this movie is just fucking weird. I, I, I totally forgot that I watched it. I didn't even log it on on Letterboxd. Yeah. <laughs> Henry oh, Golding's great, but he's wasted. He's in it for like five minutes. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. I thought he was a main character or yeah. one of the main characters next to Even Richard E. Grant, he's in it for like another five minutes. Oh, yeah. Too. He was good, though. Holy I, shit. I don't hate this movie. It's just like mediocre. We get 2.5, three stars. I gave it three. Because Joe Johnson and like I think it was really shot well too, surprisingly. That's okay. it, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was on my Netflix uh, watch list, but I never went to it because it got bad reviews. Yeah, a bunch of I watch a bunch of Netflix movies as I always do. <laughs> Netflix bad Netflix movies blocked with Edgar. One of them is actually pretty good. Uh, yeah. The Sea Beast. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, I've I've been wanting to watch that. The it's like it's... the old like Disney animator, right? Doing that, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me check. Chris Williams, he did what did he do? Oh, he did a Bolt and Big Hero Six. Mm, okay. Um, but it's basically how to train your dragon with with a uh, sea monsters. It's it's. Fun. I've 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 heard so like how to train your dragon meets Moana kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I would. That's a pretty good way to put it. Uh. Carl Urban. I didn't know I needed him as a voice actor in an animated movie until this movie. Yeah. He's the main character in it. Oh, shit. I might watch it this month. What, what yeah. movie is it again? Uh, The Sea uh, Beast. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. That's been on my... Fuck, do I watch Sea Beast tonight or watch uh, Fire watch, Island? Watch Fire Island and the first episode of the rehearsal. I'm good on the second Please. one. Okay. Please. Evan, you will, not... your mind will be blown. Another movie that I watch on Netflix, uh, The Man from Toronto. I watched what? that too. <laughs> what is that? I watched The Man from Toronto. Let's talk about it, Edgar. What is Let's it? Let's do it. The Man from Toronto. I have you know, Josh, starring the great Kevin Hart with uh, oh. Woody Harrelson. And oh, as soon as I tell you about that, you probably know what movie you're getting. It's a crazy movie where Woody Harrelson's like this awesome hitman. assassin. This like this this hitman assassin, right? Um, Kevin Hart's your ordinary down his luck black guy who just can't get off the ground. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're the same character in every movie, Kevin. Every time. Um, it's the same thing with the movie with the rock. I forget what it's called. Central Intelligence. I'm like, Central Intelligence. Same yeah. character. Um, anyways, can't get a job. He goes on his honeymoon. And short, long story short, uh, some some assassins mistake him for like this hitman who was played by Woody Harrelson. So Woody Harrelson's like, I gotta take this guy out. But then there's like, this whole mix-up, and Woody Harrelson 
goes mm. on this adventure with Kevin Hart basically to try to like clear his name and complete his mission. It's crazy. It's not great, but did I have fun with it? Fuck yeah. Because it's it's crazy. It's fun. I'm not taking it seriously at all. What it's genre Kevin, is it? Action comedy. Action. Um, okay. It's Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson just making jokes the whole movie. Woody Harrelson's a straight guy who like starts to like normal out, mellow out a little bit. Um, as the movie what goes it called? on, man from what? man from Toronto. Toronto. Um, it's just it's very funny, and I had fun with it. It's very forgettable. I'm not gonna watch yeah. it again. Two points on letterbox. Was just like I, I had a vibe. I, I had a good time with it. I think the <laughs> I I think the best part of that movie, which is a pretty good way to like capture what the movie is, is that scene where. Kevin Hart needs to like interrogate like a group of people in Oh, a, that's great. In a wait, room. wait, you're just saying you like this movie and you gave it two and a half stars, Evan? <laughs> yeah, I mean two and a half stars. I get if I like that. I mean, like, it's it's solid. Like, like I, I wouldn't say because I can't recommend it to people, like it's always like, I had a great time watching it, but I had fun. <laughs> it's it like a like, great, it's a great background movie. Yes, exactly. Like mm. it's okay. My mom was watching it like while she was washing dishes. And I'm just like sitting there watching him, like, oh, it's fun, mom. He's like, what's happening? I'm like, they're they're on his plane. It's crazy. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like whatever. But what Edgar was saying, yeah, Kevin has to interrogate uh, these people because he's supposed to be like, the, his assassin, the, the man from Toronto, the man from yeah. Toronto. Yeah, I'll um, never watch this. And it's just it's. Kiwi or Kiwi Chuto's in it? Oh, she's good. Yeah. He's fine. There's that plane scene is like them trying to be like uncharted but like low budget. It's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, no. The action's like not good. Okay. Oh, it's not good at all. Like, <laughs> you can tell the CG just takes over. This is all shaky cam? Not even everything. that. It's just no? like, yeah, it's just like crazy CGI. Um, mm. You can tell. Like, there's a, there's a fight scene that takes place like in the back of a kitchen and <laughs> And the action is like it? from the, it's yes. like <laughs> it's the the action is like shot from like the perspective of like Kevin Hart and he's oh, in the fort and he's yes. looking at Woody Harrelson fighting and it's so bad. It's so weird. I'm like, ew. Yeah. It just, it was, so this is what this is the paycheck for both of them. I yes. assume. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely it's, like um, wanting an action comedy movie. Like I put it on the same vein as like that same movie with uh, Jamie Fox and. Uh, um, what's it called? The guy from Dark Knight Rises, uh, Dick. Um, the Project X or whatever it's called. Project yeah, something. Project Power. Project Power. Right. Project. It's like oh yeah. Like it's it's a fun action comedy. These like, like action movies that they pay a lot of money for that no one watches. One hundred percent. Yeah. Another Netflix movie. It's it, actually it's not a Netflix movie. It came out in theaters, but it's on Netflix right now. It's uh, with Sandra Oh. Um, oh, I've heard about this. Say it again. Uma. Uma, Uma. I've heard mixed things on this. Never heard it's, of it. Man. It's probably one of the most non-scary, scary movies that I've seen. Really? In all oh, no. oh no! Oh like, no! I'll tell you right now: the ghost, the evil entity, or whatever—it's like the grandmother, and all she wants is attention. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that, that, that's it. But, it just, um, just looks but, bad. Is Sandra O good at least? She's fine. I mean, you can tell. I mean, she's an executive producer on this thing, but how does she keep getting nominated for uh, Emmys? She's great in doing it. Oh yeah, I need to. I need to. Uh... Wait, she's getting what? Killing Eve. Killing, Killing Eve. Eve. Yeah, 
I heard the last season wasn't that great. Last season, I didn't watch it. I just saw the ending was trash. So. I was the confused. First three by, seasons are good. I was confused by them announcing a final season because I thought season three. Exactly, pretty, perfect pretty... ending. Season three, yeah. I, I'm just deciding I'm never to watch season four, and that'll be my ending. That's what I keep hearing. I'm so disappointed because I like I want to watch it, but then I hear like the endings. Just watch the great. first three seasons. I did. I can't do that. A perfect ending. For can't do three. it. Can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't do that for Dexter. I watched like half of Dexter, then I ended it when it got bad. Um, Honestly, just Killing Eve season one is like at a whole other level than the other two yeah. or other three, but I okay. think two and three are still decent. I might watch that over the rehearsal. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a half an hour. I know. Fine. I'll, 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 it's HBO I'll... Max, the most ins- your favorite streaming service. Yeah, please sponsor us, HBO Max. I've got three more movies before we get to know. Okay, cool, yeah. Um, the first one, let's get it out of the way. Um, where the crawdads sing. Oh, you I saw that? that. Yeah. I, will, I mean, I, I, I was first. <laughs> oh, you went to the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, mean, I heard Daisy Edgar Jones is good. She's really good. She's yeah. by far the best part of the movie. She's carrying the whole thing in her back, even though they're... Good for her. They don't really give anything to her. Didn't Reese direct this one? She produced she anything. No, no, no. no. Reese she produced it. it. Okay, producer. Yeah. Uh, somebody, Olivia Newman, directed it. I've never heard of her in my life. I keep seeing Reese and all that promotional stuff. I'm like, oh, maybe she directed Probably it's her it's, production company. Yeah, it's one of those cases where the producer is getting the, Which I hate the sometimes. spotlight. Yeah, yeah. not great. Which is always not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this movie Unless is it's really... Jordan yeah. But this movie is very tonally weird. It tries to be very serious drama, but then it tries to be like whimsical at the same time, and it just doesn't work. Um, it's like it tries to be like above surface level, but it's not. Is it um, a drama? It's a drama. Uh, it's based on a book, I guess. I've I've heard the story of behind the scenes of the book is more interesting than. <laughs> then the I movie know the or bit, the book it's popular, yeah. Popular with the uh, old ladies. Yeah, because okay, so <laughs> old ladies. So basically the movie is about this girl who basically raised herself in this town and this lake or whatever. And eventually eventually she grows up and they accuse her of like a murder. And that's what the movie is about, like her Ooh. life and and how she got there. But the funny thing about the movie and the book itself, and I haven't read the book, but again just from what I've read online. So basically the author of the book, um, she was accused of this exact same thing. Really? And yeah, that so she was by autobiography. I think it, no, actually, I, actually I think it was her son. <laughs> Either or I don't remember. Um, but one of like somebody in her life was accused of murder. And the thing that makes it extra funny is that the last two minutes of the movie. I don't know if this is how the book ends, but the last two minutes of the, of the movie, spoilers, I guess, but I don't think Spoiler, you guys okay. care. Um, basically, the movie ends with like one of those like uh, flashbacks of explaining what actually happened. No, I hate those. So, so basically, um, Daisy's character, she's like, um, they, they, um, they eventually find that she's uh, innocent, but it turns out she actually did it. <laughs> And it's funny because if you hear, if you read the story of the actual story that happened, you kind of start thinking like, wait, is this like a con- like a confession? <laughs> <laughs> wait, so that's, that's so weird. So so 
this main character is not a good person, or was it she should kill for a good reason or something like that? Eh, it's for a good reason. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was raped, but yeah. Oh, okay. This that makes does. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Though. Okay. So, so that, okay, so. But yeah, yeah, it's very, very again, it's very tonally weird. You like, you have that idea in mind, and then you like pair it with like this whimsical aspect of the movie and it just doesn't work. There's a whimsical aspect? Yeah, because yeah, the trailer makes it seem like a YA Yeah, like, it's romance. such a, like yeah. a serious lifetime my drama. Yeah. yeah, and then it's I say whimsical because the movie, the main character in the movie, uh, Daisy Edgar Jones's character, she's an author. You, you, you start connecting the dots. The author wrote a book about an author yeah. who committed a murder. <laughs> really weird. But yeah. What'd you get it? That, that's it. Um, then the last two movies before we get to know, I don't know if you've talked about them, Josh. One is Marcel the Shell. Yeah, and, my background. I love this movie. And two, RRR. But let's talk about Marcel oh. first because yes. read about Marcel. Go my number it. three movie of the year. It's Ooh. I love this movie. It is uh, wholesome as fuck. It's the new Paddington. <laughs> Paddington. Um, I've never seen Paddington. Jenny Slate is amazing as Marcel. And it's really well shot and animated. It's really unique. It's just the best. It's yeah. what you want in the movie. How's the story? I loved it. What's the story about? Really, really deep and methodical. Simple and, but deep. Yeah. A lot more a lot deeper than you would think. Number two shell movie. It looked like a very cute movie, but I don't know if I would like love it. But oh, you would that. love this, Evan. Okay. okay. If it's still in theaters, I could see it tomorrow. Actually. Yeah. I just like. I'm glad. Idea. I'm glad that you mentioned how the movie is shot because yeah, it's really it kind of cool. it it kind of goes for that documentary style, but it's like so much better than that. Like it's like in that in like sweet spot, like in between between film and documentary. Yeah, the way it do zooms and like pans. Yeah. And, and also something that I don't I don't see a lot of people talking about, but the director of this movie, he's also in the movie and he's really good. Yeah, he's really he's like great. charming. Yeah. It's I I grew I I watched the YouTube shorts a while ago back when they came out and I loved them. So it's really cool seeing those adapted and really like take what the, made those shorts so special and elevate it to like a whole other level. Yeah. And the themes of the movie, like a lesser movie would have been very manipulative with the theme yeah. but it's very sincere here it's very mm. very um charming okay yeah, this movie is wonderful what do you have in your is it in your top 10 uh edgar are you as crazy mm. as josh crazy uh, not as crazy as josh I'm but kidding, uh, kidding. it's my number 18 right now <sighs> way too low <laughs> I have to watch it again. Like I've said, I've joked about it on our group chat, but I fell asleep like for two minutes, and it's not the movie's fault. Is the I swear to God, there's something wrong with this movie theater. <laughs> the curse, <laughs> the curse movie theater. Um, that that's the same movie theater that I went to watch. Um, the tragedy of Macbeth, and I fell asleep for like two oh. minutes. And it's not, and it's not the movie's fault. It's just like I don't know. Yeah. I don't another know, A24 but... movie. <laughs> yeah. But Speaking it, of twenty four, I just want to take a little minute and say they're on a fucking roll this year. Like my top three so far are all A twenty four movies: uh, Everything Everywhere, uh, After Yang, and Now Marcel. Oh wow, After Yang is your top two. Yeah, I oh, love wow. all three of them. 
I might have to rewatch after you because I really liked it, but it's like in my See, I, I want to rewatch it, but also don't want to rewatch it because I had <laughs> such like a visceral re- experience with that, and I don't think it'll like, from your laptop. Okay, sure it. <laughs> it, it was on the TV actually. Oh, TV. Yeah. Um, want to talk about the epic RRR? Me let's and let's talk about watched it this month. Let's talk about the real number one movie of 2022. <laughs> oh my gosh, better than Marcel the Snell Shell. <laughs> um, um, RRR is a cinematic masterpiece uh, on epic proportions. It is. Um, and Patrick Williams said it, but I'll steal it from him too. Um, best romance, best action. Best comedy. Enemy, enemies to lovers. Kinda. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> best bromance I've ever seen in movie history. It is just, it has it all. Um, I Just the opening act, setting up the individual characters between uh, fire, water. Water. <laughs> every time I try to a title series, this is the coolest thing it's ever. It's the coolest shit ever. I'm like, it is so fucking effortlessly cool the dance sequence oh my god the dance sequence is just oh it's it, it, the best sequence of the year it just it has so crazy. much heart among ah. the like sheer spectacle of it yeah it's definition when somebody when an actor's like i want to be in the spectacle but i want to make sure it has a lot of heart to it like yeah. rr is a definition of that because yeah, there's so much it. spectacle but and there's the, a lot like, of great drama to it oh. the third act bid like clan that did battle is this some of the coolest it's fucking shit i've seen Sick. ever it's sick. Him Most, driving the motorcycle and fucking spinning it. Ugh. Spinning it around. The, the bridge sequence is one of my favorites. When they first like uh, unite and see each other for the first yeah. time. They, <laughs> they team up. It's the like, horse. Yeah, they, they instantly know what to do. It's like, are we doing it? Like, okay, we're doing it. And it was just so epic, saving the kid under the bridge, saying, hey, what's your name? <laughs> like, it, it's beautiful. And then under the water, they're coming together. And then the music is talking about the tale of these two, like, enemies um, who theme, come yeah. together <laughs> who don't know they're playing each other it's just it's beautiful and it's, it's what like, all like blockbusters should strive to be yes and then speaking of end credits like this is one of the best end credit sequences oh my god time. classic bollywood end credit sequence classic so bollywood good. end credit where they're just dancing having fun talking about like the beauty of the movie oh my god it's because it's, it's so it's so real and brutal in terms of the um british occupation of india um, where you see like uh, them taking away like their uh, little sister um, in the beginning of the movie, like smacking yeah. the mother in the head, You're like oh my god, like it's, it's very surprisingly dark. brutal and I it's brutal, <laughs> it's dark, and the things that uh, I'm forgetting the name now, um, the one that used to be a cop or that's uh, lying to be a cop. Uh, yeah. the, his opening sequence is amazing. That's my favorite action sequence in the movie. It's so fucking good. Holy shit! Like. With one um, baton tied to his arm, just cracking heads and skulls. You're like, oh my gosh. Um, like, something I didn't think about but wow. it now is like it bounces the tone of being fun and wholesome and like, and uh, bounces that tone of being like serious and dark and brutal with being fun and light, like really well. Take oh, some perfectly. notes, MCU. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, yeah, because like it balances everything so well while being super corny and over the top like when he comes out of that truck when the, during the palace invasion oh, and the animals the come out and he's so just, good like, in the air with two flames wrapped around him and then water sprinkling everywhere fire and water the symbolism is so 
powerful <laughs> in this movie. It I'm hits just, you over the head with it, but like I don't really care. It doesn't so matter, good. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's just so it's so important and it's so like oh oh. It doesn't it doesn't apologize for being itself. Yeah, not at all. Love. Not at all. And also, like I said this on my review on Letterbox, but this movie like kind of reminds me um of like those uh, like Old Boy or The Raid mm. or that one of those like uh, foreign films that eventually in the not so distant future is going to be borrowed heavily over yes. here and some people are not even going to know where the influence came from but uh, it's okay like yeah it came from RRR because yeah this are like the biggest movie in India one of the biggest movies of the year um, it's just like for me like this should win best international feature but it also be it should be nominated for best picture come uh, Oscar season because um, I, I just think Pink Moon movie... are, are what I should mm-hmm. get nominated. Yeah, was Pink Moon? Went... It was from the Tribeca suicide one. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's doing no shot, right? I haven't seen anyone pick it up, sadly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, our should get nominated. Like, I wonder if it will. I feel like it's too quote unquote weird for the Oscars. no, but I think it's oh, such a sensation. It's a lot for best international, yeah, it's a lot for best international. Because there's at least five. Um, like Bollywood's tip- movies don't typically get nominated, but like this one has like it's, it's transcended. Yeah, India. Right? It's a global thing now. It made over like five ten million dollars in America alone. So yeah. I think um, have yeah. a have a dance number at the opening of the ceremony. <laughs> Honestly, if they do that in America, Oscars would like skyrocket. Just have them bring them out to do that, like the suspenders dance. Honestly. Please do. RRR is everybody should be watching this movie because yeah, the action is incredible. The score is great. The music is great. I, just, I love these characters so much. Like I watched it in three hours one day. The very next day I showed Jalen. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you have to watch this. Everybody should be watching it. And then the next day he showed his friends. So I'm just like, wow. everybody get on it because this and Top Gun are like why I love going to the movies. They're great. One, one and two. I wish... Also, for a three-hour movie, it flies by. It fucking flies by. Yeah, it didn't even like. It, there was like an intermissions point where like the characters at a standstill. Um, but I just want to keep watching the movie because it goes yeah. by so well. Also, uh, probably the most brutal scene of the movie is like when uh, what's his name, Bahim or something like that. Bahim. When, he, when he's like hung in the in the street. Oh yeah. Who with the whip and the yeah? Yeah. He was yeah, just spiked whip. I'm like ah. Oh. Yeah, the British people are so over the top, but I don't care because it works because they're evil as hell. Um, I love that spoilers, semi-spoilers for the movie, um, that she ends up dying with like something that looks like a whip with spikes. <laughs> yeah, like I think like the yeah. fence, the spiked fence or whatever. Yeah, the fence. Yeah. yeah, that's great. But yeah, um, this movie rocks. Everybody should see it more than once. Go watch it. Uh, Speaking yeah. of no. Of more of ones, nope. Let's I've get seen to this. it. Oh, oh! You saw it more than once. I need to see it more than once. Uh, I think I've I'll seen it. I've seen it. time right after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've never it's... gone to the movie like after nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I have. What time is it right now for you guys? Six. It's nine. Nine. About to be nine. Yeah. It's. <laughs> oh, it's eleven o'clock. Never mind. I'm crazy. Um, yeah, but this movie, like. I kind of almost have to apologize for my initial review, not because it, I said it was bad, but I just 
on my first like thoughts, both on Twitter and on Letterboxd, I said mm -hmm. that um, that I really enjoyed the movie, that I loved it, but I didn't think it was as thematically rich as Get Out or Us. Watching it a second time, man, is I'm it so watching because I I yeah. thought that's right coming out of it also, but then yeah. I. I the more this I think like, about it and read about it, like, this like, could oh, be my first time talking there. about this movie with people online. I haven't talked about it on Michael mm -hmm. Batia. yet. Can we talk about the meaning behind uh, the, what's the, what's the name? They call they call it something jacket, jean jacket, jean jacket. Can we yeah, talk about alien. the meaning behind that? That's like the, one of the main things that don't really because jean oh, jacket it's just was the whole theme that, of what? Yeah, sorry, you you go ahead. It's just the whole theme of um animal cruelty and taking advantage of animals and um treating them like uh like trash for our, our entertainment yeah for entertainment exactly for like practical purposes kind of thing exactly uh, and it, taking advantage the of them they got, they got all, the name from like because that another was the horse. first horse that yeah that, that yeah. kiki palmer was supposed to train yeah okay so yeah i got, I got it because that was the only part i'm like so this is the horse that she wanted to train, but her father was mainly interested in training the the son, mm. um, Daniel Kaluuya. But then, like, he kind of looks up at her and was like, "I, I understand." The thing. But there's I been understand. some really stupid people in Tate's. Oh no, <clears throat> Logan Paul. <clears throat> oh no, um, oh yeah, saying, <laughs> oh, like, no. "Oh, fucking random side plots and shit that don't connect." No, the Doherty scene is fucking incredible and connects so well to that theme of maybe. The scene like, of the year for me. Yeah, it's, it's that incredible. Good. And, yeah, the, the Gordy scene is haunting. Oh, and, and also it another. So well. Yeah, talking um, to staying on topic with Gordy. Um, like I know it's kind of like a joke to say this sometimes about movies, but like I really do think that Gordy is like the key to understand what the whole concept of the movie is, especially like okay, so this is something spoilers, uh, everybody. So if you haven't seen it. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers like, for every um, Jordan Peele movie while we're at it, yeah. Yeah. So something that I noticed on my second watch, and I thought it was really fascinating, um, was how... So the thing that kind of triggers the monkey that is um, Gordy. portraying Gordy in that episode oh. that goes bananas, um, I found it fascinating that the thing that triggers him is, like, the little girl coming in with, like, the big green box yeah. and it has, like, the balloons, and then they start popping. Um, if you watch the movie again and then you start realizing what uh, Jupe is doing, um, Steven, Steve Yeun's uh, character, uh, when everything goes to fucking shit and he, he and the audience and his family like are like sucked by the alien, um, before that, he's trying to like feed Jean Jacket this horse in this box. And it's, I, I believe it's covered by, uh, by like a green like blanket or I don't know, um, what you call it, but like just that symbolism of like That's two yeah. two green like box like things um, and you also have the green eyes on oh uh, yeah so you're saying like for jube for steven yoon's character like similar to how gordy was in that box in the flashback you're saying yeah. he was like putting the, the horse in the box in a sense yeah. like in terms of okay i didn't and also that. wow yeah and also like the thing is that the reason why you assume why Jean Jacket like gets pissed off at Jupe is because Kiki Palmer does the whole thing with the like the metal horse, mm -hmm. the, like the fake out, and that probably is what triggered Jean Jacket to believe that um, you like betray like their deal or whatever they were, were having. 
So he probably just came back for revenge, and that's what triggered him with the green box and the horse and everything, all of that shit. And also, oh, I find it, oh. and I also find it like interesting that if you really think about it, um, Gordy's what what causes Gordy's death and the chaos is like these balloons, and that's the exact mm-hmm. same way that Jean Jacket oh. dies with the, yeah. with the big balloon of juice. Oh wow! Oh shit! Yeah, that's yeah. Interesting. The balloons don't don't fucking trust these balloons. Speaking of Jean Jacket, like this is such a really cool and interesting interesting idea for a like UFO movie to make UFO, UFO the yeah. alien. That's itself. such a cool concept. Wild the, the 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 fact that the first scene of this movie is the inside of an alien's mouth. Yeah, without realizing it. Holy so cool. Fucking shit! Nobody does it like Jordan Peele, man. I would have had no idea. I thought it was a UFO. If this was just a UFO story, it still would have been an awesome movie. I love the red herring. And it's shot so oh my well. God. The kids as it's, the aliens. It's that, so well done. Oh God, that, yeah. that fake Terrifying. scene is better than most horror movies. Yes. 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 Honestly. He's like, nope, nope, it's nope, so nope. <laughs> and, like, the audience the reaction to that scene is so fucking When the kid funny. pops out of the door, like, <laughs> he was wild. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, Another interesting about that, if you if you remember, um, you know how Jube is trying to like uh, capitalize on on the alien, and yes. he's like, and he's making like suits and toys of the alien or what he thinks the alien looks like. Yeah, it's oh, the yeah. head of an alien and the body of a monkey. No oh, way! Interesting. Yeah. Really? Holy shit! It, it's almost like he's like combining the two things that he's afraid of. Traumatized. But he's, yeah, traumatized yeah. by yeah, yeah the monkey and the alien. It's such an interesting thing because, yeah, he, you can tell he was so traumatized so by his past. But at the same time, when he traumatized about it and they flash forward to what his face looks like, he's like, he's smiling a little bit. But, like, because, like, there's a one point where he's telling the story. Of course, he's telling the SNL story. But when you see, like, the real story, he's just like, he's smiling. Like, he's both traumatized, but he's also like, he made it into like a fantastical story. Yeah. You can it. tell that it's, it's something that he thinks about every day of his every life. Every day. But. But he's like making money out of it, so like yeah, he does care, but he doesn't, and it's really. And you're right. The scene when Jean Jacket comes to kill them all, the whole scene is just like he's in all of it. Um, He's also like, yeah, it's just it's so fascinating looking at that. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, Gordy in general is like the big heart of the movie, the big core of the movie thematically. Um, yeah. But in general, Steve, Stephen Young, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer are stars. All Incredible. three of them are fantastic. Kiki Palmer what's, is amazing. The guy what's the from, name of the of the <sighs> Best Buy guy? Or he's great. What's his name? He's, he's amazing. Um, <laughs> him and the IMAX guy are great. Um, and IMAX guy. <laughs> yeah, IMAX cameras. Um, uh, right Brendan Piera. Yeah, Brendan Piera is funny as hell. Um, Michael Wincott. Is uh, yeah, cinematographer, man. Keith David, shout out to Keith David, too. Um, oh, as the father, yeah, did a shoot this before going to see uh, Chris Stuckman's movie. Um, <laughs> I forgot he's in that. Sorry, yeah. uh, I love how smart uh, Jordan Peele's characters are because, um, you like, I love how, um, what's his name, OJ in this movie, um, Daniel Kluge's character, like, he realizes right on the spot that that um, you has been like feeding the horse as to the alien through the like the like the invitation paper thing yeah oh yeah and, and he figures out like don't look at it in the eyes which is yeah. really cool like, and that's when he realizes that it's an animal and it's not like an actual spaceship yeah which is 
again, I can't, I can't reiterate it enough. That's, that's such a, a cool concept. It's an awesome and, twist. Yeah. Awesome. The scene of, you said the Gordy scene is the most terrifying sequence of the year. I think the swallowing sequence is the most terrifying sequence. Uh, like when we see the, the people go inside the body of the alien yeah, yeah, yeah. inside yeah. its throat. So claustrophobic. It's so claustrophobic. And I just remember leaning back in my seat like, this is terrifying to watch and disgusting. The sound design. Oh my god. Oh my yes. god. Incredible. The I way that the way that Jean Jacket uses the screams of the people to like attract yeah. other people. Oh, it's oh, so fucking cool. God. It's terrifying. Just the way it's shot, wait, Hoyt when Hoytima Christopher Nolan's a DP on mm-hmm. all stuff. So he the way he mm-hmm. like pans the camera to follow the the aliens. The, so the clouds. Yeah. The cloud, yeah, the clouds. Like the clouds have moved all day. It's like I saw an I, interview on Letterboxd oh. saying like this is a uh, what uh this is doing for clouds what jaws did for the water for for what yeah <laughs> that's amazing um but yeah nope the more i think about it, the more i talk about it with you guys like the more i love it it's just so rich yeah. and it's just regardless of the theme similar to get out and us it's just fucking fun it, it's yeah. so much fun and it's it like, might be it's, it's like us yeah like movie. us where it, it's so much fun and it has that it's oh, balancing yeah. the spectacle and the depth so well us is a blast. Um, I need to rewatch us, but yeah, the home invasion. I rewatched Get Out and Us, by the way. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, and us, the home invasion sequence is really stuck in my head because that's like so scary and horrifying. But even after that, it's just like the escape sequence and everything like that. It's just so much fun I think, to watch. Um, I think Get Out is his most, um, tightest, tightest screenplay and mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I think Us is his most ambitious, and this is like his most spectacle. Yeah, like most accessible the one. The biggest yeah. budget like blockbuster. Like it's but just he doesn't it, lose the depth with all three. It doesn't. The depth is just stick from the first act to the third in terms of the, the, the ending between uh Daniel and Kiki facing off against the alien and that wide shot between them on each side of each other. She's on the motorcycle, he's on the horse, and it's like yeah. what's gonna happen? He's gonna sacrifice himself. I'm like, oh my god, I'm on the edge of my seat. And the last sequence of last her trying to get the picture oh with the coins. I love when movies do this when a simple act makes it so much, uh, so much thrill. Like for Arrival, the best mm. thing in the movie is a fucking phone call, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's the best. Uh, the whole sequence like outside when they're trying to get the perfect shot is just amazing. It's like, just so good and so like you're so captivated by everything going on, and yeah, she's just like cranking it and cranking it, putting quarters in it, and you're just and like, gonna... the edge of your seat. I want to shout out Michael Abel's, the composer. We're oh. doing one of the best tracks of the year. Let me play best a second. Scores of the year. Please do. Oh, it's Amazing. Sick. It's That's sick. a great track, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a banger, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so. Oh. It has a Ghibli feel to it. Um, yeah. It's Oh, like this better please. Then the main piece. theme is also really good too. Yeah, it is. Uh, probably my favorite piece of music is the western theme at the end. It's a good. Yes, it's a great western scene or sequence uh, score because it's like you're. Yeah. It has like the good, bad, the ugly feel to it, where so much tension. Um, and then he sees she sees him a little bit, like the facial expression on Kiki's face when you don't know what she's looking at, but then you, she looks yeah. over and it's like. You think it's Daniel Kaluuya? It could be, it couldn't be. I think it is. Um, it's just so good. It's just. I thought the I thought the movie was gonna end on that close up shot for a second. Me too. But I was like, please let me see him. Yeah. I was like, please let me see him. Please let me see him. And then it goes to. I was like, yes. I was like, please let him be alive. I think he is. Um, I just ah, oh, this movie hits. It's, it's like my number. I don't know what it is. Six, 
five, six, seven. Same like same spot. Yeah. It's my um, four for me. Four. It just, did it surpass the Northman? No, Northman is three. Two oh. is uh, everything everywhere. And One is Batman. Oh, I don't have Nope on my letterbox yet. I'm a, I'm a failure. I'm a little update it is. I have Nope at six, Batman at five, Cha Cha at, th- at four, Marcel at three, then after Yane and everything everywhere. Where do I put Nope? Right now I have RR, Top Gun, everything, Batman, Cha Cha, Northman, Black Phone, Watcher. Where do I put the fucking Nope? I think I put Nope in front of Cha Cha behind Batman. I don't know. Man. I might put it above sad. Batman if this rewatch hits. Because I'm seeing IMAX for the first time. My dad's going to be the first it's time. Gonna yeah. It's going to hit. It was awesome watching it on IMAX, but at the same time, not because the projector was during the night scenes, it was like shaking on the left side. So it was oh. like very mm. distracting sometimes. But yeah. That sucks. See, but, I think uh, it was really good in Dolby because the sound design was amazing. Yeah, Dolby is really good. Uh, I guess. Oh, speaking of night scene sequence, one of the best sequences of the year, Blood coming oh down my God, the fucking so cool. house. Are you kidding yeah. me, Jordan? I was watching with my mouth wide open. I'm like, Jordan Peele's going full Hitchcock and it's beautiful. Shining. Yeah. yeah, shining. I was like, This man this is has shining. already cemented himself as being such a staple in horror. And I, I, I'm so excited for what he's doing next. Yeah, he's like a... He's already like in the Nolan uh, category of where you can sell a movie just with his name. You don't even know. Yeah, Villeneuve, Trizel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like to see like Jean Jacket. More like, so than those blood. two. Like, what you said. Yeah. He didn't sell a movie like yeah. just with his name. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And also, every single one of his movies has a, such a great fucking trailer. Like, I love that the trailer for this movie sold it as an uh, alien invasion movie, especially with that like. Like, the you don't first know the trailer con- was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you don't know the context of the first trailer, but that shot of uh, of Gordy doing like the fist bump, like it looks like yeah, it, in the trailer. Exactly the way they played around with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Paramount is so smart to put Jordan Peele on a yearly contract, not yearly, Universal. But, you know, Universal. I mean, yeah, yeah, like a three One year house, contract. I think. I think every three years, every two years. Is it? Um, is that the contract? I think. I think his next one's in twenty twenty. Uh, Five so it was four. 20, 20, it was 2017, 2019, then pandemic probably to wait this year. Yeah. Um so that makes sense. Um but yeah, you know what he's I wonder what he does okay. next. He's already done racing. What trope does he survive? <laughs> he's already <laughs> done doppelwangers. He's already, he already did Alien. the like haunted house horror. He already did mm-hmm. sci-fi horror. Oh, you're right. Uh, Let him do a take on a zombie movie. That'd be interesting. I was thinking that, but also yeah. romantic horror. Uh, Ooh, that could mean like a Dracula give, kind of thing. Give me a ghost story. I want to see his ghost. Yeah, story. give me a ghost story. Let him do like a Flanagan Haunt, haunted of Hill House. Yeah. Found it. It's a, it's a five-year, nine-figure exclusive deal with Universal. It started in 2019. Um, oh wow! So it started with us. Probably just yeah. get out with such a success. They want yeah. to nail him down. So yeah, probably the next one whenever it comes out, twenty twenty four, probably. But man, yeah, Nope is great. I don't see it leaving my top ten all year. So no, I can see this movie going up on my yeah, list. me too. Wow, but there's just so many good movies here already. Like Everything Everywhere, Cha Cha, 
Northman, Batman, Northman, and this fall season is looking insane. This fall season, we get the whale, the sun. I'm so excited for the sun. Yeah, give me Hugh Jackman being an angry father again. Come on, uh, Babylon. Even if Killers, the Flower Moon doesn't come out this year, I think we have a great year ahead. Tar was interesting with Kate Winship. Tar looked interesting. Yeah, I could see that being a Spencer Um, of the Year kind of thing. Avatar. Never heard of it. (laughs) You can't get me excited for Avatar. Um, it looks visually amazing, though. Is there I mean, Shazam, Shazam too. I mean, wow. um, Cameron can do pretty good with sequels, so we'll see. Yeah, the Fablemans yeah. from Spielberg. So many like we love cinema movies: Fableman, City of Light, whatever. It's Bardo, called. Bardo, <laughs> Empire of Light, Empire's Light, not City of Light. Yeah, Empire's Light. Uh, I think for me, I'm most most excited for in terms of the fall is the sun. With Hugh Jackman, the whale, and mm-hmm. um, I really hope Sadie Saint is like great and gets a nom because she deserves it. Really hope so because the Emmy's fucked it up. Uh, Austria's can come through. Do you think Nope did anything? I maybe original screenplay, but I don't know. Maybe original screenplay. I don't. I that's doubt what it. I don't. That's what to get out because a lot of these movies. Come this out is more fall. on that side, on side of like us than yeah, yeah. In terms of like if nothing. anything, I can see it getting um maybe visual effects score and sound, or like, and sound design. Yeah. Please sound score. Design. Sound Please design score. at least. Yeah. For me for me, the the nom that I'm rooting for the hardest is score. That's what I'm rooting mm. for the hardest. I'm like, scores this year are amazing. Like is there five good. scores that are better than Nope score? Um the Batman. 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 I don't know if that everywhere. I don't even know if that's been nominated. It should. Uh, Everything really, everywhere is a lot for best score. I really like the Northman score, but that's Northman's really Ooh, good. Right. Fuck, fucking Northman had a great score. Um, the outfit is one of my favorites of the year. Outfit has an underrated score. You're right. I love that one. That's still one your top ten, right? Yeah, you're at number eight or something. Yeah, it's like number nine or something like that. Nine, eight. Yeah. Um, Watcher has a great score. Oh, say it again. Yeah. Watcher. Watcher. Watcher so good. <laughs> you watched it, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it like a few yeah. Months back, yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah, it's great. It's great. One last thing about the about Nope, mm-hmm. their rendition of uh, "Sunglasses at Night," perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peele, man, you don't miss. Uh, but I think that's about it, right? That's it. Yeah. Keep you guys too long here. A two-hour yeah, episode from us? <laughs> yeah, we can keep going. No, uh, no I have to go. Yeah, we gotta go. But okay, for for me, it's already twelve thirteen. Fuck, but I need I need to watch uh, Fire Island. And the rehearsal, please. Fire I'm baiting Island. you. I'm baiting you, Evan. Island. Fire Island. Yeah. It's thirty minutes of your life. One last thing before we leave. What are sure. the two things you're looking forward to the most for August? For me, is House of the Dragon and probably the Sandman. For me, it's such a good month for TV. <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. House of the Dragon. That's from because yeah. Andor's gone. Uh, I forgot Andor got delayed. That's right. God damn it. Um, the Sandman. <laughs> Sandman's like this Friday, right? Yeah, this Friday, I think. Yeah, or next week, either um, or. And seeing ET and IMAX. Right, so I'll say that. <laughs> it's cheating. Okay. Um. Bye. Fix them now. Bye. 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 Have you seen your? You seen ET already? Have you? you? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'm seeing Kiki's in a theater. Kiki's delivery service on Wednesday. 
is dubbed. That's cool. <laughs> it's they're doing a subbed one today. But it's too late. <laughs> oh, let me go to the theater at midnight. <laughs> but yeah. Sounds good. It's August. What else comes out this month? Bullet Train, Body by His Bodies. Oh, I did speedy bullet train. I just there was a reaction that came out saying it's kind of bad. Oh no. Oh, oh the reactions are out. It's midnight, yeah. Yeah. Um Oh, is the beast coming out with the interest album that this that this month? I just saw the trailer for that before. No, that thing looks <clears throat> pretty interesting. It looks fun. Scott Mance says yeah. Bullet Train is a mess that goes off the rails fast. Uh, why do you have to use off the rails? That's, that's over long, overly complicated. Oh no! Another movie that comes out this month at the end of the month. Another Idris Elba movie. Uh, Three Thousand Years of Longing. Oh, yeah. that George Miller. That, I'm. I'll say that. I didn't. One. I did not like the trailer for that one. The canned reviews were kind of mixed, but I'm interested. I'll probably wait for streaming. Um, what else? Body by the Body is oh. the Beast, the Bullet Train. Uh, I thought like the fourth movie. I forget. No letterbots. Oh, the Invitation with Natalie Emanuel. There, there was a big I brother. Doesn't really do anything for me. There was a Big Brother competition based on uh, the Invitation. I was like, wow. They, they were sponsored by the Invitation, so I was like, they had to do a comp about it. Uh, but it looks like a decent horror movie, like ready, ready or not kind of thing, but worse. Um, but yeah, yep, yep, yep. You guys reading those reactions? <laughs> I'm looking at the movie theaters. I like the release dates. Yeah. September's looking pretty good. Don't worry, darling. What do we have for September? Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Um, if you care or... about this movie, smile. No, it looks that bad. That trailer is not good. It's not great. <laughs> not great, fam. Um, yeah, September seems to have some good stuff too. Like this fall is going to be stacked. October especially and November especially. Blonde is September. Oh, interesting. Blonde, all oh, MC seventeen. People are going to be so annoying about that movie. Are you annoying? Are you yeah. are you old enough to watch that one, Josh? MC seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will. Have I watched an NC seventeen movie? I don't think I. Have. I don't think I have. Yeah. I don't think there's any big like. Oh, you need to watch this. Isn't Requiem for a Dream? Is that NC seventeen? The only one I've heard of is Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. I think of that probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have um. So I have the numbers release schedule for August. Um, not much. Not much this month. Yeah, August is always like this shit. Huh? Breaking has a limited release. It was previously known as 892 with uh, John Boyega from Sundance. Oh, yeah. Good oh, movie. that one movie where they have to, like, it's called Fall, where this girl is scaling like this. I've only seen the poster. And I, I, saw tra- I saw a trailer in front about. of something. But yeah, she has to, like, scale this thing because something happened to her in the past and her friends get trapped. and It's crazy. Um,. um Emily the Criminal uh, from Sundance, starring Aubrey Plaza. If people have not seen that, I really recommend it. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's fun. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah September just September the re-releasing Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, right? um, Moon Age Daydream, which is a IMAX. Uh, oh, it's September. Never mind. But still, yeah, that's a David Bowie doc in IMAX. Oh, It's in uh, Rings of Power September. I think so. Yeah. What? Rings, rings of power, of power. Uh, is lord it? of the rings okay 
Oh, Bros comes out in September. That looks fun. Bros, um, Hunt for <laughs> Jesus, Save Your Soul, which I saw at uh, Sundance also. Starring yeah. Regina Hall, Starring Tay Brown. October is really weak. What the hell? October. Isn't it Halloween coming out October? Yeah. I never the, the Woman King is September. Okay, yeah. We oh, see. see How I... They Run is also September. That's the murder mystery with um, Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan. Oh, yes. I want to watch that. That was really good. Okay. Pearl. <laughs> the greatest beer run ever. Oh, dear God. That's uh, your boy. Peter Farrelly's Peter Farley. movie. He's coming back. Director of He's uh, back! Green Book, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Isn't that Edgar's like favorite movie of all time, Green Book? What? The fuck? <laughs> then we have Best Picture winner for 2023, Wild Wild Crocodile on Oof. October 7th. No, thank you, fam. Spiritual successor to Twiffer, it's a good red dog. <laughs> but yeah. That was that was a great show. Yeah. Anyways, I think we're done here. I think yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> All right. Evan, where do people find you? Find me on Twitter at Harris Harris EV9, talking nonstop about Big Brother 24. Um, that's all I talk about. Um, Big Brother 24 and or trailer this morning was great. Watch your anime. I'm watching five anime this summer season, and it's great. Um, continue to watch Blackbird on Apple TV. That's fun to watch. Um, what else? Better Call Saul. What is that? I missed I forgot about that. I, I literally just remembered that. What is it? Um, it's a Tyrion Egerton show uh, where he has to be – he's a drug dealer who goes to jail, but then he's given an out by being able to uh, try and go to a different prison – to talk to the serial killer played by Paul Walter Hauser because they need to figure oh, out where his bodies are. But they're like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Taron Egerton, come talk to him. Um, try and get under your skin, under his skin. But at the same time, he has to go to this new prison full of crazy people. So it's very, very, very good. Taron Egerton's great. Um, what okay. else? But yeah, Big Brother 24. Follow me there for that. <laughs> uh, Evan, or Edgar, where do people find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter at E-D-G-O-R-T-E-G too complicated but it's there, you can read it for yourself um, what else have I been working on? oh yeah, um, an article that I wrote about House of the Dragon, why you should be excited for it, went up like this past week, so nice. check that out at Loud and Clear Reviews and yeah um, yeah, that's it for me and you can find me at Josh D. Woodbury on Twitter and uh, tweeting random shit. I don't know. <laughs> and you'd find the podcast at WHFG Podcasts on Twitter for announcements on future episodes and everything we have going on. And um, go check out our Comic Con episode that we did last week. Really Comic Con, yes. And up next, we have a lot of fun ideas for fun ideas top, for, for top 10. Yeah. Top 10 or what? <laughs> To announce what we're going to start calling, um, shit, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> we're so organized. Hold, hold. <laughs> oh, we come to this place to rank. Woo! Hey. That's great. New branding to uh, obviously go along with our theme here of uh, paying tribute to the best movie theater ad campaign in the history of uh, everything. It's great. Uh, we love movies.
Um, we so love our next episode. Band. We have some ideas, but we're not sure. Yeah, there's plenty. Just Maybe. plenty. I love top ten rankings. So yeah, they're fun to do. It's probably my favorite thing we do here. Um, yeah, the most heated episodes ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We might do some years soon. I want to do 2019. Obviously, we keep saying what a great year. Do it. Um, if anything, we should go backwards. 21, 2019. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, I want to do top ten directors, top ten film composers. Ooh, be some interesting ones. Ed, you brought up top ten legacy sequels. That's good. Top ten trilogies. Really There's some stinkers in there trilogies. too. Yeah, trilogies. Yeah. So yeah. stay tuned. Then we also have another idea. Just might as well announce this is our our Hall Age panel. <laughs> <laughs> Put off the slate, uh, Josh. <laughs> we're announcing more shit than DC. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yep. Honestly, yeah. Uh, a new show that we're working on. Um, which is kind of like uh, we played around with, with this idea with me and friends of the show, um, Nikki and Alden, where we did like a retrospective episode about Star Wars Rebels. I don't know, that was fun. So I want to keep doing that about different films or shows or stuff in pop culture that we want to do senior episodes on. So it seemed as a classic like retrospective series where we take an episode to dive deep into a specific project that we want to talk about, and we're naming it. Perfect and powerful stories. Ooh, let's go. So stay right. tuned for the future of where Heartbreak Feels Good. And uh, as always, Heartbreak Feels Real Good here and watch the rehearsal on HBO Max, please. <laughs>